that was loud. It's Friday night and we're in fucking Queens. It's Friday night and I'm in fucking Queens. Isn't it about time for somebody's favorite radio program? Live from Mirage. It's not Queens! What do you say there, bottle of A bar in a garage. Garage with apple juice and dick in the morning. Mike and Yonkers, what's up, Mike? I'm laughing at you, not with you. It's Friday night and I'm in Queens. Friday. Goddamn right. Thank God. Live from the garage. It's Ronnie Wood from the Rolling Stones. I'm packing my pistol. I do quite well for myself. They call it a barrage. Who is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? Take two of these and call me in the evening. Holy shit, Jay. Zoot Zoot Charlie. Rusty beard. Fucking fireball. Sir. Listen to live from the garage. Don't listen to yes. I once farted at the beginning of Master of Pups. Yo, Kev. Oh, only come out at night. Time to six. Go pucks yourself. My oozy of ooze. Nobody wants ooze. anything to ooze. You can tell by the way that I wear my pants. Um, Saturday Night Fever. Man, no time to practice. Let's do the news. That's the news. And that's the news. <laughs> you wrong Tron, bro. <laughs> correct Tron, bro. Oh. The Ryan game. Let's move on with the game. Thunderbolt. Tilt the Swinton day. All day, my drawings. All right, thank you very much. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's live from the barrage here on Radio No. Thank you. Thank you, Tree Void, and your tremendous show, Preemptive Strike, which you can hear every Friday night, immediately preempting our show. Yeah, that's why it's called preemptive strike. I think I, you know, I, I, that, I never even thought of that. That's right. I just thought of it now. Oh shit! <laughs> no, I yeah, have thought of that. Put of two course. and two together, cuz. That's right, and uh, we're happy to be back here on Radio Nope, on, uh, and we're happy that you're listening to live from the Barrage, um, the flagship show of Radio Nope. If I don't, if if you don't mind me saying, thank you. I don't mind at all. And of course, I'm here with Ryan. Hello, Ryan. Hello. And uh, my uh, other esteemed colleague who's coming limping in on a cane and in pajama bottom pants. I am the interrupter. <laughs> <laughs> I am the interrupter. Dun, 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 dun. So Mario Asaro uh, has a cane and he is in his pajama pants. What happened to you, Mario? You're a wreck today. Uh, the cane is really just for pulling me so off. So walking around? <laughs> pulling me off the air when I'm talking too oh, much. I just see. take this and pull me off. <laughs> It's I'm like in Showtime bad shape. At the I'm Apollo. in bad shape, Captain. Because you broke your knee. I don't know what happened. It's the interrupter. I, Remember the that buzzing, bit from Conan? The buzzing in my ears one. stopped, and then next thing I know, I'm walking across the baseball diamond. Yeah. Or kind of slow jogging, and I and my knee just I feel a little pain, so I'm limping the whole game. And then the next day, I'm just completely out of it. It doesn't like I fell. It didn't. I didn't twist anything. <laughs> I've always had this bad knee. Was suspect. I had. Um, Minial, a minuscus operation like 20 a years what? ago. A minial, a minial minuscus. Whatever Isn't it like called. a meniscus? Meniscus, whatever it's called. I love the chicken minuscus. Yeah. 20 years ago, of, I think. Uh, <laughs> Gabagool. Gabagools. And uh, now I'm going for oh, another doctor f- visit to, on Monday to you're, see what's up down you're there. You're falling apart. Once one knee goes, yeah. you know, you got to have to. This is what they always say. They go, hey, when one knee goes, you know, you got to have to do the other one then. Right. And yeah, then you're well, in trouble, man. And they all like, go. It's like when your headlight goes on your car. They're like, well, you might as well replace them both. <laughs> right, yep. That's right. <laughs> oh, man. That just reminded me. These papers, you know, they have these two free papers in New York. By yeah. the way, thank you for listening live from the broadcast on Radio Nope. Uh, yeah. It's like uh, AM New York. Is that it's, one of them? It's raining Mets uh, uh, tied with Miami 1-1. Um, the, yeah, AM New York, and the other one is Metro. Right. 
Hey, Joe, how's it going? So I like to read the paper while I eat, you know? Okay. While, while I'm eating, I like to read the, the paper, the yeah. free paper. Because yeah, like now I'm sandwich, the, right? The, the Daily News and the Post are too expensive now, and since the news is, like, free on my phone, I, I don't see, like, paying, like, $1.25 for Daily News, you know? Right. But I do pick up the free papers in Penn Station, and as I'm eating, it just reminded me, they show, like, these like these ads for, like a like, a rotten foot. Like if you got a rotten foot, oh, yeah. and then they show an ad for a knee operation, your knee's all like wide open. There's some guy's knee there. It's Ew. disgusting. Thank yeah. you. Oh, that's, that's all. I, that is yeah. gross. That's gross. Well, that's me. I'm rotting from the inside. I'm rotting <laughs> as we speak. <laughs> and we welcome Joe. Can you hear me? Yep, I hear you. All right. Hey Joe. We got Joe Gorlick here. The yeah. great Joe Gorlick. Yeah. My good friend Joe. Hey, my can you hear yourself? Time. No I do. See, buddy. All right. Cool. You hear me, Chooch? Yeah, oh, I hear you, man. All right. Good. How's it going, Joe? Good. Did you drive here from New Jersey? I did, from Clifton. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> Cliftron. Good. Uh, Thank you, Joe. Thank you for sitting in with us today. We're a little shorthanded. And, uh, I see that. Ryan reached out to the, uh, Joe. Uh, yeah. if the, those of the, you in the audience I'm, who don't I know Joe. I jumped in as producer uh, with the absence of Tommy. Good job. <laughs> Joe's a famous uh, yeah. percussionist. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, just leave your receipts at the door and we'll reimburse you for your tolls. Joe, Thank let's you. list the banjos. And he's a garden variety, red hair, blue tip. What else are you in over there? Red is Sonic. Oh, my gosh. Vapors. Everything. You name it. How many yeah. bands are you in right now, Joe? Uh, well, if you if you count Red Sonic, Red Hair, Blue Tip, <laughs> and Vapors, four. Yeah, four bands. Four nice. with a with a job and a wife. Amazing. Four bands with a job and a wife. You so have no kids, right? No kids. Right. Music is my is my That's baby. Your baby. <laughs> uh, Do you ever want to have kids, Joe? I did, yeah. But I have two beautiful nephews. They're amazing little rock star guys. So right. My brother did did well. Yeah, that's the way to do it. Then you get to go home at night. How many brothers do oh. you have? How many uh, siblings do you have? I got one brother. You have one brother, and he has two kids. He's got two kids. And there. then you play with them, and they go home, and you're good. <laughs> and then I'm all right. Do <laughs> you get along with your brother? Yeah, I do. Oh, okay, I really good. do. Can yeah. I get you a beer or a whiskey or something like uh, that? Yeah. yeah, maybe a little whiskey. Yeah, all right. Let's, uh, later. Joe, okay, later. Yeah. So, thanks for joining us, Joe. I appreciate yeah, it. Of you didn't miss anything. <laughs> I do. Sh- I, sh- I need to announce that we're going to have a. We have a really big guest in uh, at nine o'clock, and uh, his name is Brandon K. Hampton. He is on the show. Better call Saul, the great AMC show. If you haven't seen it, if you haven't seen it, you're dumb. Yeah, it's great. What the fuck you doing? He plays Ernesto or Ernie on the show. And, yeah, uh, I have a lot of questions for that guy. I'm very excited about this guest. I'm excited for him. I'm a little that nervous he's on the show. Yeah, don't be nervous. Yeah, I'm, uh, you right. guys, who's caught up? Ma- Mario? I've I've watched every episode. I'm, Ryan, I'm caught up. Not, Joe, Joe, never seen up. an episode of the I, show. Have you? Can two. I give you a synopsis <laughs> now for those who are listening? Uh, and well, what, three we sen- two we, sentences. Well, we don't want to. S- Spoil the episode. I don't know what the spoiler thing is. Like, oh, no, not spoiling the okay, show. Okay, go ahead. What do, you, what do you have there? Better sir? Call Saul is an American television crime drama <laughs> created by Vince Gilman and Peter Gould. The Gilligan drama. Gilligan. Gilligan. Skipper. He's all right. Yeah, it's that a old. That old. Gag. Of the prequel of Gilligan's prior series, we all know, Breaking Bad, Correct. set in 2002. Mm-hmm. Better Call Saul Great follows show. the story of a small-time lawyer, James Morgan, Jimmy McGill, right, played by Bob. Odenkirk, six years before his appearance on Breaking Bad as Saul Goodman. Events of the original series are briefly explored as well. So it's a prequel, six You're years very well prior. read, Mario. Very, very good, Mario. I yeah, see you can... Uh, he's cotton. got notes tonight that are not written in crayon. Mario, that. <laughs> that does, Mario doesn't have a printer. He actually typed that right. out on his... <laughs> That's actually his like artistic drawings right there. <laughs> he's that good. Here's yes. Mario's... 
Is he is he a, a is he a main character at this point on no. the show? He's a well established character yeah. though. Mm-hmm. Well established. Sure, yeah. He's getting bigger and yeah. his his part is getting I think uh, he's a main larger. character. I would actually go so far as to say that. Well, yeah. he's in three series he's appeared I think about eight times, nine times. In three seasons. Did you in get that seasons. off IMDB? <laughs> I got that I typed it out myself this nice. afternoon. <laughs> I had good. nothing to do. I didn't go to work today. I'm I'm limping, so uh, I stayed home. I didn't either. In my pajamas. Well, there's no Pat and there's no Tommy Rockstar this week. Just so everyone wow. knows, don't get yeah. upset. That's right. And but then, we have Joe, and he's gonna he's gonna step in for both. And uh, by the, the way, Travel and Pete coming in a little, you know the, in a little later as in well. A little later. A little later. Right. Yeah. The minute you heard that, it was just me and Ryan. You immediately called for help. Yeah. You know, the me. audience loves Mario, but in small doses, and he's talking over me all the time. They're like, shut him up, get him off. You know, because I interrupt you. Yeah. See, now he screams to the microphone. <laughs> he's, he's starting to ramp up now. Yeah, he's starting to ramp up already. <laughs> Calm down. And when I speak, you take it easy. You Can I give him some Red Bull? This isn't I the poker it. game where you constantly interrupt me. You gotta need that light I'm going to give chocolate. Mario a shot of Red Bull no, right no. now. No. Last week, uh, a guy threw a, a, a giant chunk of chocolate at Mario. It was a FUD brought like one of those giant chocolate eggs, but it was broken. Yeah. The thing was like, you know, I don't know. It looked like, cut, a, like six inches by six inches. It looked inches. like no, a movie prop like out of Alien. It was foot tall, that thing. It and looked like a movie prop out of Alien. Somebody threw a piece <laughs> of chocolate to Mario, and he goes, he covered his face and goes, no, I have liabilities. <laughs> <laughs> but I ate it. I ate it. I was high as a kite off that <laughs> Just like you're going to drink that Red Bull shot. I don't know what happened to you at poker last week. You don't drink at poker on Monday nights because you have school the next morning. I don't. And you, and you were like shot out of a cannon. And you seem drunk when you're not. It and you were just drinking water. It was a chocolate. <laughs> you're like a child. You <laughs> eat candy and go nuts. Right, and then you fall asleep on the rug. He's bouncing up and down on my couch. <laughs> chocolate. Did you guys stay late? Because I had to leave. It was a school night oh, and, and it looked like it was just beginning. Listen, I stay late because I was down and I want to win my money back and then everyone leaves and then Rich stays and talks to me for an hour because <laughs> he's got no place to go apparently. And then he drives know. you to Long Island to pick up cigarettes. Yeah, no, I, I had to kick him out. I'm like, you get out and it's three, it's five o'clock in the morning. Hey, John, let's hang out a little longer. Yeah. He's a nice guy. I like talking to Rich, but it's like, all right. I'm sure he's like a vampire or something. I don't think he's he's awake in the daytime. Yeah, he uh, he was. And a, he doesn't drink either, so I don't even know what the hell's happening. He was a bar owner for a while. He doesn't and, drink. Uh, he doesn't smoke. He doesn't do anything. He says he can't shake the hours after he sold the bar. He's uh, still stuck in that, uh, oh. you know, that uh, night owl. Uh, so maybe this is like on. a like a like is like an ad hoc bar for him that he wants to hang out. He, right, he he wants, should... he's going to buy this from you. And no wonder he's been sweeping up, sweeping <laughs> up, taking care of the vig. He's, at the end of the night, he flips over all the stools. I don't know what the hell's going on. <laughs> he's got the hot mop. Yeah, so we'll be talking to Brandon K. Hampton a little later at nine o'clock. So if you're tuning in and you're a Breaking Bad fan, you saw this on the Breaking Bad forums and or better call Saul forums and things of this nature. Um, nine p.m will be the um, the interview. So if you feel like if you don't feel like listening to us, big mistake by the way. Yeah, um, true. Know, you can go like, you know, have a JO session, right. go, you know, go to Burger go, King or something. Hang out with your wife, pay attention to your kids, whatever yeah, you want to do. You watch there. America's funniest home videos. Yeah, go watch Better Call Saul for half an hour. I don't give a crap. Yeah. I think it's just <laughs> as good as Breaking Bad. Do you? Yeah, I really uh, do. I yeah. mean, it's, you know, it's shot basic, so beautifully, like, right. you know. I mean, to me basically it is uh, Somewhat of a continuation of sure. of what I of what I miss, and now it's starting to really tie together. I think that yeah. I would disagree, Ryan. I think it's a lot a lot slower than Breaking Bad, but now it is picking up speed. It's a different but pace. it took two seasons of very intricate, sub, sublime 
yeah, this interplay between up. the characters, but it was, as uh, the Guardian put it, glacially slow. Yeah, but I like the slow pace. I like that's I like. Yeah, I don't. I don't mind slow. I like and, the slow pace of uh, Boardwalk Empire, or Deadwood to an extent. Did you guys like uh, True Detective, uh, or at least season one of True Detective? I thought season one was excellent. Yeah, brilliant. Did you didn't like it, Joe? I thought it was the greatest thing ever. Oh yeah. man, it was amazing. Yeah, I didn't watch any of season two because I was like, how can it be better than that? And everyone are, is already saying it stinks. I saw like three did episodes you, of it. I, did you bother with it, Joe? Terrible. Yeah, really? It was terrible. It was I Vince Vaughn seen, and uh, Colin Farrell. I've never right? seen it. Oh, you should watch season, season one. Season one was My wife is trying to get me to go Excellent. to Broadwalk Empire. She just speed watched the whole, I, I eight, lost the whole series. I that's, watched that's season slow one. Too. Yeah, I watched season one of that, and then I lost it after that somehow. Did and you that guys, happens with shows I like. Sometimes I just stop watching them. I always mean to go back, and I never do. Did you guys see The Night Of? Yeah, uh, yeah, that was great. No, uh, I didn't see that. That was slow paced too, but that was that I was have terrific. Barely any time to watch television anymore. Yeah, but the <laughs> thing is, these these shows are so well spread out for me that I have like an hour, maybe uh, a night, maybe three nights a week. I'm I don't stop doing stuff until ten o'clock at night. Whether it's you know, oh, yeah. I what do you get doing? home from I get home from work. I do we do laundry. <laughs> I, I clean the house. Whatever it is, I help the girls with their homework. I make sure they're showered, all that stuff, and then. A lot of times, I'll see, you know, a few you days. Just throw them in the in the in with the laundry and, and multitask. <laughs> they would love that. Yeah, send them for a fucking ride in the dryer. <laughs> <laughs> Straighten them out. When you when you watch shows, do you do you watch as uh, as a you're fully artist, right? You're yeah. an award winning. I really artist. try and leave my <laughs> livelihood behind when I watch those shows. Right. Uh, it's hard to because then sometimes I could pick out ADR. That's you know the added dialogue for those who might not know. Uh, I could I could hear that that some that they added it afterwards and it doesn't fall into production it doesn't sound the same as the guide track so um, I do have um, my ears do pick up on that stuff I kind of can't help it after twenty years but uh, yeah you try to watch as a as a, as a uh, you know an observer uh, right what do you call that mm-hmm. and if we watch something during lunch at work uh, we'll put on Netflix or something. And the whole time, every, sometimes everybody's shouting out like, "Oh, that's that's good foley right there," or "That's that doesn't sound right." It's like, "Stop, stop! I just want to watch it. Well, I now, follow the so, script a little here." Sometimes you know? when I watch it, I think about you, which I never thought about before. Right. And I'll hear like some bad ADR, as they call it, or whatever, a bad like overdub. And I've had friends say to me that I've knocked down the fourth wall for them a little bit. Uh, you know yeah, that like yeah. there's no more mystique uh, now that you know they know me or Ga- uh, Gallagher who worked uh, in the or hairdo. Who worked in at Sound One with me? Um, it, everybody's become familiar with uh, the fact that you know it's accessible. Right. Uh, unlike when I was a kid, you know, it seems like it was accessible. It seemed like it was uh, it was far away. I see a guy turn his head and walk away and say something, and I don't. I know he didn't say that. Yes. When it happened, I'm like, look at this. There's, there's something. Sometimes I feel like they use that. Do they do it on purpose, Ryan? Do they do it first? Like, okay, turn around and, and we'll, maybe we'll put something in that's different that we don't know, know about this line. I decision that is. Um, I, I imagine is it's like a, a producer or something. That ha- it's something that happens like on the mix. They crime just, of opportunity. They, they say like, it, well, he turned his head. Let's, let's, let's try to squeeze something we else had, in here. Well, they think that the audience is going to, for those three seconds, get bored that or be confused by a lack of dialogue there. Mm-hmm. And, they, and mm-hmm. they really feel a lot of times like everything has to be explained to them. And it really takes a tough director yeah. or or filmmaker or whomever to say, you know, let the audience figure it out. You know, it's, I like figuring stuff out. I, I love that. You know, 
Do, do you do you have a 5.1 or a 7.1 sound system at home? Do you watch these shows with surround sound on purpose? Uh, yeah, you have to. Some of them because the mix is set up that way where it really won't sound that great otherwise. But um, a lot of times I don't do it because for a couple of reasons. A lot of time every everybody's sleeping and I live in an apartment the size of the garage. Yeah. So you, you know, don't I want... have to use the TV speakers. I have to have it on low. But if we're watching yeah. a movie together, it's like we watch um, – what did we watch? We watched Star Wars last week, Rogue One. Never heard of it. Which is, gr- <laughs> I recommend it. <laughs> it's good. how'd you watch that? You, want, like, you you bought it like on demand yeah, or something? Yeah, the girls wanted to watch it. You rube. Sa- Saturday night. <laughs> the original? What? Oh, that's not good. I oh, I don't know how much yeah. that cost you. Uh, five bucks. Uh, okay. yeah. Really? Yeah, that's it? I rented it on uh, on demand. Listen, so. I could give you the original VCR tape and the original cut, <laughs> and I'll. Rent you a VCR. I have a whole garage for it. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they ever put the Rogue One on VHS. Mario, do you have a no, no, do you the have first a v- one? Yeah, I have that one too, Mario. Do you have a VCR slash DVD that I can um, transfer a DVD uh, VCR tape to a DVD? In? I do. I need but that. It's uh, broken. So oh, I damn have it. One of those. Do you? I have it all. Yeah, man. Because I got a, I got something that that I mean, it's going to be the best. <laughs> it's it's. I was in a movie when I was like eleven. What is it? What movie? Oh yeah, it's great. It was I a student it. film for New York Institute of Technology. The guy it's called Time Out. And um, <laughs> oh, that's a Volan Trump production. I play a basketball player na- named Sal. For some reason, <laughs> Sal. Yeah, I don't know. Man. You don't look like a Sal. I know. And uh, I didn't look like a Sal back then either, even though I wore like chams and uh, had my hair slicked back. But uh, it, yeah, we befriend like a homeless guy who used to play for the Seattle SuperSonics. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely. <laughs> ridiculous and it's me and my friends are in it because they had like a casting call at our school or something and now now that i think about it maybe this guy was some kind of weirdo or something you know he had a bunch of kids in his movie he wasn't your classmate he was just an adult oh, he, he was an adult inter- he was in college oh, john was like nine, i bet there was, was like no internet internet he, he showed a, he hung flyers up in the school and shit. You the don't only, remember when I used to lure you into my van when you were a child. And you got to see you, this you movie. You blocked that out, didn't you, John? I'm gonna I post it on Facebook. The internet's gonna explode. <laughs> the only well, internet back then was like the movie War Games, where you t- put your receiver of your phone on like this cradle, and then it was even, it was before that. Hack even. into the uh, government uh, <laughs> NORAD or whatever. Like I don't know. Yeah. What do you call that? NORAD. <laughs> so, Defcon Five over here. Right. Derek used oh, to have so, a modem sorry. where we used to we talk to people in like Bolivia and stuff. We we're like, oh, this is cool. And then he, his, his mom got a bill for like six million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> the first chat box ever. There was a guy in the neighborhood here that did the war games type thing, and he did get into some uh, government databases. And the FBI actually showed up at his house. His father was like, "What the fuck is this?" Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he lived over on like 170th then, Street. Or then something. Derek had a thing that would cha- would convert the chat into like a you know a robot voice and stuff. It was pretty cool. It was like the cutting ed- edge technology. I'm thinking this is like uh, like 89 or something maybe. Mm. It sounded like this. Dateline Chicago. The pizza still sucks. <laughs> Tommy Botstar. John Hulahan is God. John Hulahan is God. John Hulahan is God. Thank you, Tommy Rockstar. He is in Chicago right now as and we speak. And that's the news, and that's the news, and that's the yeah, news. Yeah, he sent me a news thing. I haven't listened to it yet, and uh, I, I haven't even downloaded it yet. But oh. I'll see if I can do that during a break. Wow. We have news even when he's not here. We have news in his absence, correct. Hmm. 
So speaking of Foley artists, Ryan, can you help me out here? Is the pornography industry all Foley? Are those not real sounds coming from those pieces? <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's always been a joke that we're going to Foley porn. It's, uh, it never happens, though. It's, but is it? They don't have a budget for that sort of thing. They just <laughs> they just shoot it, and then they put it uh, they put it out there, and that's it. You know? No, isn't the... the, the no, they, you think they, they sit there going, You think there's like five people ooh, sitting yeah. on a mixing stage, you know, <laughs> You know, bring it like adjusting levels of Mario, is no, like, I don't think know. it's that good, but I think they just sit there and they go, Yes, and then they take a cucumber or some meat. I don't know what kind of well produced movies you're watching, but, uh, <laughs> maybe in the 70s. My you know, taste that's... in porn is poor. Yeah, well, we, you know, we know you don't even know how to use a computer, so I'm even afraid to ask what's going on over there. I don't want to know. I do claymation porn. <laughs> Stop motion animation. <laughs> Did you know that Debbie Does Dallas was filmed at Pratt Institute? That's right. Did you really? guys know no, that? I didn't know that. In the famous library. My alma mater. Wow. wow. Mine too. Oh, I, there we go. Right what year did you graduate? Uh, 91. 91. Yeah. Uh, you too are a young man. Not, not, I, I not really. Long. I wish. Mm-hmm. You said that... Uh, you were going to have kids, or you, you did, but now that's just out of the picture. You've gone to the part in your life where it's like, okay, I think uh, that boat has sailed. God, God has told me something because uh, I was married once before my present wife, and that wasn't going to happen with her. And then my present wife can't have children just uh, physically; uh, it would kill her because she's got a heart condition. Oh, yeah. So she's a gorgeous, lovely woman, but we we made that decision long ago that it would. Yeah. The doctor basically said to me. If you guys try, she could die. Oh, I was like, okay, yeah. well, there you, well, go. There you I, go. I don't think I'm going to have that over my head the rest I of mean, my life. I mean, as much as... Uh, well, it's yeah. like, it's not like, you know, it's not 1887 or... You know. Yeah, but it's like, a, they call it like a critical... Oh, uh, that's still good. Anyway, I, I could go into it for a while, but it, it's a long story. But we, we did talk to him about it, and he said, absolutely There not. is a certain plus about being a widower with a child. Oh, <laughs> boy. Here we go. <laughs> but it's probably not He's worth plotting. it. plotting. <laughs> what is a money issue? No, no. People <laughs> just getting out of this? Get Mrs. Garlic, if you're listening, you get we're get very sorry. Sympathy and love from everybody. It's like the courtship <laughs> of uh, Joe Golick's father. That's so weird. How you, that's how you think. <laughs> that is a crazy way of thinking. I didn't expect you to say that either. Actually, I can tell you something weird. So I just came back from DragCon. So do you guys know what DragCon is? <laughs> is it a drag? Um, from drag queens? It's 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 RuPaul. You know RuPaul. Yes. You know that's yes. RuPaul. Of course. It's RuPaul's. It's his Comic Con for. For the LGBT and Q community, ah. so so that's what it is. And and my wife, who where does that take up, place? Uh, it takes place in L.A. every year at uh, the L.A. Convention Center. It's coming to New York though, <laughs> as it should. Right. And uh, it's going to be in New York this starting this September. But first time in New York. I actually hung out with RuPaul for a minute at the L.A. Convention Center. At the Emmys, so he was there for that. That's so, right. Yeah. Congratulations, by the way. Thanks. Uh, it's pretty amazing news. I, I still can't believe it. Uh, but yeah, but I yeah. brag about it all the time. His, his I, Emmy was there uh, this I, year. Oh, was it? Yeah. yeah. I try and slide it into every story that's told <laughs> somehow or another. I'm sorry about so that. So, what makes you interested in going to DragCon? Right. Uh, how does <laughs> certainly this not thing? not my vested interest. But my wife is a candy blogger. So Marlo, candy blog. She's got a a, a second sort of. Years ago, we decided, or she she decided really, that she needed a persona because she was just bored. We're sitting. She knows that I have all these interests. You know, I'm an artist. I'm a drummer. Blah 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 blah. She never really had anything to kind of call her own, but she always had interest in things. So she decided. She's like, one of the things I always love about life is, I always, which she always loved it, when she went to the school, the store with her her family, and they would look down the candy aisle and see what the new candies were. Right? That was just a thing for them. And it was a thing for me as a little kid, too. I always loved it, too. I was always interesting to see seasonal candy, whatever. 
So she decided long ago, a couple years ago, that she would kind of create this persona called Miss Candy Blog, where she would actually go on YouTube and and kind of try out different candies. Nice. And then And then she would explain you know, the goods and the bads of each candy, whether it was a seasonal candy, like the chocolate ratio in this Reese's is a lot better than the chocolate ratio in the normal Reese's, and here's why, and then she would do a sort of taste test evaluation. And that became this persona that she, for some reason, the gay community just latched onto her. Now she, the first video we did was was for RuPaul's Candy Bar because she was a huge RuPaul fan growing up. Yeah. And it sort of saved her life, RuPaul, because she was a manic depressive, and there's a whole long story behind that, which I can get into if you'd like, but you probably don't want me to, but it saved her life, basically. And so she, she did the RuPaul Candy Bar. Well, she did a great review of the RuPaul Candy Bar. About a week later, we got a call from World of Wonder, which is RuPaul's production company, right. asking Marlo to sign on as a World of Wonder YouTube artist. Wow. With their production company. That's great. That's all it takes. It's crazy. It's it was like insane, right? One video, yeah. I produced it, I directed it, you know. You never know. It's uh, right, Sometimes right. it just sticks, you know? It's stuck. And then, yeah. so the gay community sort of latched onto her, and then she she loves the gay community just by virtue of the fact that these are a group of people that are constantly misunderstood. And a lot of what Marlo talks about as Miss Candy Blog is that, uh, uh, you know, her psychosis, her own issues that she deals with is always misunderstood as well. Sure. People just don't get it that depression right. is and like you, a real and thing. Always yeah. a victim of small minded bullshit, you know? It's, totally. Yeah. Oh, and it, people, you know, they, get, you're in a mood. You're just get out of your mood. Well, Ugh, no. That's the worst. When the people are like, hey, up. you know what? No, it's good. Instead of medicine, go take a nice walk. Yeah. And you're like, no, it's a fresh this air. is a disease, you idiot. It's like, no, it's an engine of a car that doesn't have the right levels of fluid that are going through that engine in order for the engine to actually run properly. Right. And so complicated there's so many it's not just like okay you're sad and it's one thing it's a bunch of different things mm-hmm. connected and you know yeah it's a physical yeah. thing you know like, i don't know yeah. much about it but that's my opinion these, I'm these no doctor but where is the blog where can we uh, uh miss miss candy yeah these blogs are big my daughter is addicted <laughs> to yeah. watching Kids review toys. Well, the, yeah, oh, and yeah? families unboxing. Make like families. Years, what is she? Six years old. Yeah, but their families make these together. It's these same two kids, and they just. I think they get the toys for free, and they must get advertising. I know those kids, yeah. And they're just always on there with the new toys, right. and my daughter is just one video after the other. Those kids make so much bank. I right. Bet. You have no idea. And we it's can't all monetized. Even, we can't even get twelve bucks a, to produce the show, and, and these kids. Are, are hitting the jackpot. Well, that's the thing. These uh, these these like reality YouTube channels are huge, and these uh, you know the, the, about this. Did you see that family? They're like abusing their kids online, mm. and uh, <laughs> it's ridiculous. So, I saw that. That was awful. It's yeah. awful. They have to apologize. Child services yeah. is there. The Mets are just throwing the ball around the the field right now. It's like in, to no one. It's that's great. That's that thing where they. Uh, where the parents, first of all, the mother is not the biological mother, right? Because yes, the I biological well. mother now has emergency custody, yeah. where they mess up the kid's room and then start yelling at the kids for yeah, messing the they're room. They're making them cry, the they're kids smacking them around, they're making them smack each other. The kids are crying, and then like the parents are like, we're just kidding, we messed up your room, and then the kids are still crying. You right. know, and, and they're, they're like, like, no, stop they l- crying. They like know? it, they're into it. Yeah. Or they fake abduct them and like, ah, I gotcha. Yeah. You know what? You gotta Go be careful. Man. I wanted to make a series of videos where, like, I keep popping out on my kids and scaring them. But now I think it might not be a good idea. I don't want to lose my kids. I'm going to make a series of YouTube videos where my my kid talks to me. It's going to be an hour of silence. And then I ask him a question, and he goes, good. Good. Speaking of silence, there's this. being short with you. Marlo was telling me this crazy new thing, or it's not so new. It's about a year or two old, on YouTube called ASMR. 
Oh my God! Have you guys uh, heard of that? No. Heard of it? It's I, I'm the, into it. It's the weirdest thing. It's odd. It's first of all, I work A-S- in I work in PR, so I have to keep abreast of all this stuff. Wait, let's guess what ASMR. Oh, would you stand will for. never guess, Mario. It's too many big words. Try guessing. Asexual Mario reproduction. (laughs) (laughs) It's osmosis. (laughs) Is that how you had children? (laughs) He splits into two You see my son? He's six foot tall. I don't know. You're like a worm. His son is like baby Groot. Mario's like an amoeba. (laughs) It stands for autonomous sensory meridian response. Right. And that basically is, and I'm not kidding when I say this, there's an entire community that is addicted to this. Yeah. It's people who talk like. And then they review things, and then they, right. they say, I'm, 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 I'm drinking this beer tonight. It's called Pale Ale. Listen to the can. Yeah, and they tap their they fingernails tap on I, stuff, I and a hairbrush, and oh, they brush right. your face, and one girl's like cleaning her room. Right. Maybe I should do that, John, clean. because I'm, I'm pretty loud. You gotta, I don't have my, I can't pan anything anymore. My mixer Right, yours broken. would be abrasive uh, sensory. Uh, so they have these microphones <laughs> where it's like, the microphone's set up like they're two ears, so it's like the person's whispering in your ear. And I'm not, you know, ASMR. It's supposed to give you like tingles around your body and your scalp and stuff. When right. people, you know how like a like a doctor, you would feel comfortable like when a doctor would talk to you, like a, you, you know, right. or your mother, doctor, or your, your mother. mother, exactly, exactly, yeah. right. That's the whole thing, the motherly thing that you're taking care of. The doctor's taking care of you. The dentist, whoever it is, they're going to a spa. The barber. Someone who's like very gentle and and taking care of you, it makes you it gives you those tingly feelings. Some people experience it way more than other people. Some people don't experience tingly it at all. Feelings. I find it. I'm I don't experience it really. I don't get the tingles too much, but I like to go to sleep to people whispering in my ear. Wow! So you are an ASMR <laughs> yeah. fan? Yeah, I watch that shit because and I try to go to sleep to it. Oh, wow. Have you seen the hits they have in the millions and millions of millions. hits? Millions. There are people. Wow. There's like some it's girl. Crazy. There, she's like 18 years old. She's got like a you know. She's probably making a. a Good living off oh, of yeah. this. I don't know. My, my, so so Marla, my wife did uh, an ASMR video, a couple. She did like three no or four as a, as a test. And we looked at them for the first time in about a year and a half the other day when we were in L.A. She had like 34,000 plays, wow. 40,000 plays, 25,000 wow. plays. That's we had great. no idea. This, the people who are into this, they use it almost like transcendental meditation. Right. Like, like, like John was like, what Relax. he was saying was true, which is people use it to be able to go to bed. If they can't get to sleep, it's like your mother going, "Okay, honey, get to bed now." Does she have? Does she have? So weird. Does she get money when they people click on? Or she monetized it, it? but not too much. You know, monetize. But some of these people, what they do, and And I told her to do, is the coins. People, people on the on the chat box telling me the pan is working. So (laughs) 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 I'm just not getting in the monitor. He's going left, right. Yeah, nice. I said to her, "You got to do customized videos for these weird." Dudes or dudettes, you have That's to just right. say, yeah. I, "I will do whatever you want me to ASMR. I'll do, right. but pay me, you know, whatever two hundred, two hundred fifty bucks." Candy and ASMR. She did the taste, the eating, the sensory. Of she it. did Reese's, That's, and that had thirty-five thousand. I'm going to wow. talk like this That's forever now. I just, just my new. So, what's her favorite candy? Tapping on it, scratching things. My favorite candy. Oh, my favorite candy. Well, what's your favorite candy? Yes, and, and probably and a peppermint, peppermint patty. Yeah, I think that's, I, I, hey, that's what I wrote down. What's your favorite candy? With a good snap. The peppermint patty has to have a good snap. It can't be like, mm, like can't be mushy. The thing I've learned about candy, and I've learned a lot, is that, like, for instance, a Reese's peanut butter cup, if it's got too much oil in the center mm. and it's smushy, it's not a very good what they call mouthfeel, right? Right. Yeah. There's a whole thing with mouthfeel. It's mm. got to have right mm. texture to yeah. it. So yeah. the texture has to yeah. be perfect. And if it's, if it's off, it's, it's like a bad wine or right. a bad cut of steak or something. Yeah, it's yeah, not going to yeah. be good. Yeah. To, 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 how about freezing them? 
me and you, Ryan, I'm into that we sometimes. had the uh, cowtail. Uh, oh, yeah. Cowtails are disgusting. I got a little tired of them, but I do. I have I do gone, I, but I share that, no. uh, I share that uh, mutual uh, I am also tired of it. It's pure sugar. It's yeah. just like no. But it's, it's, it was something special. Ryan likes it because it's cheap. It's a confectionery yeah. treat. Oh, <laughs> 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 I'll tell you the one I'm into now. I can't find them. The flying saucers. I think Nico oh, makes them. They look like a little. They look like. Host communion like host, but they have sprinkles inside of them. That's yep. a Necco wafer. They like Necco. rattles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff on the chat box saying, "Eat mac and cheese in my ear while I jo." <laughs> See, I get, I do get a little turned on by the women talking to me in my ear. I have to I have to turn it off, and I turn Bob Ross on because he's the original ASMR artist. Really, yeah, if you're thinking seriously. about it. Oh, you're I, right. oh, yeah. Well, they've been. But showing then that I have on... a problem because I try to go to sleep, and. I need to see like how the painting came out, yeah. and so I can't close my eyes because he's painting this thing. He painted a campfire the other day, and it was like so out of character for Bob Ross. It was amazing. He's, that guy was full of surprises. <laughs> I, uh, Rest in peace. Yeah. Tell you, he was the best. He was great. I, he must have got famous by like just uh, having a room full of people in college tripping on acid, watching him Van Dyke Brown <laughs> paint uh, <Fan> brush. <laughs> mountain scenes with happy little trees. Crimson red. Little squirrel. I don't know. I fall asleep to uh, <laughs> CNN and have nightmares about Donald Trump. Oh, yeah, I, uh, I cut off the Burt's, news. Burt's, Burt's 10 o'clock, no more. You know, that's it. It's uh, the last thing I'd put on when I try to go to bed. Oh, I just I put it on so I can hear That's like putting on Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer yeah, right. and trying to go to sleep. It's totally. not even funny anymore. There's like nothing funny about it. It's just depressing as fuck. It's not funny. I want to just stay abreast of what the I know. Well, well I read on. the news. Well, like I said before, while I eat and I'm eat dinner. Well, when I don't, I don't read the news while I'm eating dinner with my family. But if I eat by myself or I'm at work, I'm reading and I'm like, oh, I just yeah. And you spit yeah. many guts all over the Trump's but picture. But I do need to know what's going on. And what's going on is like bad. Yeah, it sucks. It's really it bad. Sucks. I even had a I ripped a Trump Pence sign down the other day off someone's lawn. And I brought I brought it home and I hung it up in the garage and I'm looking at it today and I'm like it's not even funny and yeah. I took it down. But you stole it off somebody. They could have I shot you. You know. Yeah. Listen, the the campaign's hold your ground law. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to do what I want to do is uh, my plan is I want to take it and when Mario's sleeping I want to stick it on his yeah. lawn. Uh, and you know that they Listen, assume... I have a confession to make. Uh, oh, watching no. Donald Trump. You voted for Trump. No, watching Donald Trump in these last few months has made me realize that in many ways I feel guilty that I am in many ways like Donald Trump. Yes, Except I've noticed that myself about the way I speak. I'm not president of the United States, at least. I, no, I, I just screw up my own family. I don't screw up the whole country. <laughs> I started saying things like, and I realized that I've been talking like this the whole time, like, oh, you know, believe me. Like, we're the best. Believe me. And I'm like, shit, i got to stop doing that. You sound like Donald Trump from Queens. <laughs> What do you think of the Hillary? Some interview? jerk from like, Queens is the president. <laughs> what did you think of Hillary's? Uh, oh, I don't want to get into this. Man. I don't want to get into this. She's amazing. You know, she's crazy. She should just go away. Go away. She should not go away. Go away. Stop it, you freaking maniacs. Go away, lady. I guess I'd like it's to over. Know, Chris it, Matthews was just saying. No more. Look, she may have her faults, but at least she speaks intelligently on issues. Well, she's not a moron. Anyone compared moron. to this guy is. The contrast you know, is uh, William Shakespeare's. <laughs> So you you're doing candy videos. Your wife, can I go in as a liability? <laughs> oh, Mario, <laughs> you yeah, if you'd like to. I love can we, candy. Can we put, a liability. Can, can we put Mario the... on this video and he eats candy until and dies? It, so, I have a connection. <laughs> he dies. He dies on camera. <laughs> no, I eat little pieces. The doctor shows up and cuts his foot off. <laughs> you got two choices, <laughs> and we whisper the whole thing in ASMR style. <laughs> I also have a connection to the Just relax, LBGT I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, community. Cut your foot off now, and uh, it's gonna yeah. be okay. 
that was an interesting tangent, though, <laughs> going from Trump to candy and cutting wow. your foot off. <laughs> I'd like to know, actually, Chris Matthews was saying just like 10, 20 minutes ago, he was saying, hey, at what point, at what point uh, do, do people finally hate Trump, the, vo- the one who actually voted for them, mm. the ones who voted for him? They maybe. don't care. I would assume it's when Lily Bill, Little Billy's uh, leg is broken and these these yokels can't fix it, right, and it'll cost them twenty seven thousand dollars, which is what they're making well, per year. Somebody uh, and they're screwed. I don't I don't want to put who showed me this Facebook post in a predicament of any kind, but I don't think this would ever reach the original and cause this pro- person to have a problem. However, somebody showed me a Facebook post recently uh, of a coworker who is a big Trump supporter, and it said if uh, if heroin addicts can have this whatever the drug is uh, to save their lives. Why can't cancer patients have free chemo? And it's like because you're voting against that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. you're voting against your own interests here. Yeah, I think that. You know, how how you can know, you honestly say that? That's what you want. People like my parents who are um, now getting on in years. My dad's seventy-eight years old. You know, they're on Medicare or whatever that is, Medicaid. Yeah. What are they on? Medicare. One of those? Medicare. Medicare, yeah. I mean, uh, when is it? When, I, you know, I think these people are so into it that that they, they just don't care. You know, there's a huge swing in the, in that money for old, old people. The old people are one of the big losers in that if this passes. that uh, And the young, yeah. If you, right, people who are healthy and have money are in good shape. And people who are old and don't have money, you're not only not going to get the tax credit, but now your premium's going to go way up, and you, that's a, it's going to be a huge swing. It's terrible. And Thank you. I mean, my question is, you know, how, how does he even get reelected when when 25 million people or whatever? It's, I'm sure it's growing. You're fucking idiot. To finally figure this out for themselves. That, uh, oh yeah, uh, he wasn't really behind us in all this and he hasn't changed Obamacare for the better he he fought the Democrats and that's it it's done and now we we're living with this right he I made a promise to get rid of it and that's and I've done it right thank you nothing nothing there right behind it though that's and they'll all slap each other on the back after a major failed attempt and also the straight-out lie that he said the uh, pre-existing conditions pre-existing conditions with tree void you can hear that show (laughs) every friday night immediately pre pre pre-existing before our show you see that trump is funny after all (laughs) seven to one miami i'm so surprised Uh, who started this game montero and he's been chased already you know if trump had bought the mets uh (laughs) my brother's at the game after the madoff uh, scandal They'd be in much. Why did this freaking game get rained out? It it was like a hurricane today all day. How does this not get rained out? No, I knew it would happen. Why why did last night's game? Why does everything get wiped out, John? You guys didn't make it past five and a half. So why didn't they just stay and continue from where they left off? Let me ask you a question. It didn't stop raining. Jay Bruce hit a home run. Does that go in in his? uh, No. In his total no, for the I year? I thought it did, but then I heard today that it gets wiped out of the stat column. You can't say, like, yeah. I hit 26 home runs? You no. have to have 25? It's got to be an official game, apparently. Mm. I, th- I thought otherwise, but I heard today that that's not the case. What did it make sense for them just to come back and start from the third inning where they left off, fourth inning where they left off? Well, if it was the World Series, No, perhaps, it's, it's like, what is it, five and a half innings, something like five that? And five and a quarter? Innings, or something? Yeah, five and a half. Five and a quarter. But if it's five and a half and it gets rained out, you don't continue. But if it's less than five, but it's and a official, half, yeah. you should at least get a chance to continue where you left off. Yeah, that's out. It's just yeah, they just start over, no, which is bullshit. We were winning that game. It's so mess. So we're, we're, we're yeah. the game we're winning gets rained out, and then today where it was a torrential downpour the entire day, there's no way they're getting this game in. They get it in, we lose seven to one. 
That rain was coming what? down hard. hard. <laughs> <laughs> that rain was coming down. My street, man. Overbrook yeah. Street, looked like soaked. Overbrook River. My socks are still wet. I was in wa- walking around the water at work yeah. all day, pushing the water around. There was a water oh, coming yeah, down. Yeah. What was that video you posted? Um, there was a there's a pipe at work, a drain pipe that that was broken like a month ago, and nobody ever came back to fix it, and we paid the fucking price today. <laughs> Today it overflowed. Did you I see thought you it? were going to cancel the show. I thought I, uh, it was close. I might yeah. have got stuck there, but it's finally started to, to subside a little bit. The drains started to take it. Yeah. And the sump pumps what, were pushing uh, it What out. train did you take home? What time did Because I took the railroad oh, home today. My subway was delayed. Then my train was delayed. I was on the um, the 348 from Penn Station. We, oh, we, yeah. we, we stopped at Metz Willits Point I was for like a, a half an hour. I was on the 240. No, the uh, 219. Oh yeah, yeah. I was looking for you. I was looking around Penn Station to see where you. What do you? Uh, what do you hang around when you wait for the train? Um, I go down. You know where the main board is? Yeah. That's... I don't. I don't hang out there because that's that's like a rookie move. Yeah. I walk down towards the Eighth Avenue side and I hang out by the less traveled. That's where I go. Part. Yeah. There's so... usually a terrible musician there playing. Uh, some you know trying to play. Blues. No, no. You, that's the Seventh Avenue side. No, no. I'm on the Eighth Avenue side. It's by the ACE train. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I'm like halfway down that way. I'm right. not all the way down that. Are way. you? You don't do that that choochy move where you where it, when you go halfway where Kmart is in the middle. There's always that big group of people that just stand in the middle of the of the thoroughfare there. That's exactly where I stand. Oh, you're the worst. No, no, I stand. No, I don't stand in the middle. I stand in front of like the the coffee shop or whatever that is there. I get out of the way. I'm out of the way. Yeah. But that's where I go. Right, Why right. is there a better place to go down? The uh, end? No, I think. Uh, well, the best place, uh, the the place I always hang out. Uh, You're listening to live from the garage right. on the radio. You're, no, by the can way, you talk. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to. Train Here comes talk. Jay I don't Bruce. know how I got into talking about this, but yeah, that's that's, right. But uh, there's um, right between the uh, right where Starbucks is on the uh, by Eighth Avenue side. That's where I'm. I'm around that area usually. But that's uh, Brad in the chat box saying four and one half. If the home is is winning, is it a fish game? I always thought it was four five. And a I half. It was five and a half. No, half. We played four. Four and a half. Oh, we couldn't get another half in? That's right. Oh, my wow. God. Sorry. Go ahead. Ryan. No, I'm done. I'm done. Uh, so. Yeah, I don't do the choochie move where I run like everyone runs. <laughs> yeah. Usually, I'm not used to these, uh, you know, working on a regular Friday. Like, I don't like this rush hour crap. Oh, I bring a, a three-legged tripod stool with me, and I just sit down when the train is crowded. Dude, that's I just a great open idea. It up and sit right there by the door. That's a good. You idea. get to carry a stool around all day. Though. It's a little. It's it's about eight inches tall. <laughs> it's stool. I bring it to Disneyland or wherever there's lines. I just take it out of my backpack, open it up, and I sit right down. I had to stand the whole time. It sucked. Oh man, everybody! I, I, hate, stool. I hate the train. I, I can't do it. Anymore. I got on the train at five fifty-eight this morning, and there were no seats. Five fifty-eight. That's kidding? why I drive. I have to drive in. I can't take it anymore. I don't know how you guys do it. Are you driving from uh, Clifftron, New Jersey? Clifftron, New Jersey. Mm. Which doesn't how take long does that long. take? About 45 minutes. Yeah, but then you got to pay, what, seven bucks for the bridge both ways or some shit? Oh, uh, yeah. It's, it, you lose money, but I don't lose my sanity. Yeah, yeah. Once you, because the thing about being in a car is once you get in the car, you feel like you're home, right? You feel like you like, might as well be home. I right don't now. take the train except when I go to the, my union meeting. That, that's about it. Yeah, today was an unusual. I, I was actually given the day off today. By the way, nine o'clock. We have Brandon K. Hampton calling in. He is from the Hamtron, show. Hamtron, bro. He is from the show Better Call Saul on AMC, the AMC network. And I just realized today that do you know if you have a, uh, uh, you know, whatever service provider you have for cable, you just type in your password. You can watch all those episodes online. It's beautiful. 
Great. I got the day That's off right, today because I day. got because I got my boss's drunk last night. Oh really? Yeah, we went to a uh, Cinco de Mayo party, the industry party. It's a good Sick. party every year that we go to, and uh, I kept giving them shots of tequila, and they kept drinking it. You know, today so. is Cinco de Mayo. You missed yeah. it. Yeah, well, they did it last night. You know? Is it true that May Fourth is a Star Wars day? That's uh, yeah. That seems to be kind of petering out. The novelty behind that. Kind of oh my god! If May the fourth be with you. May the fourth be with you. Stop saying. Yeah, it's fucking, sorry, like five I, years I, ago. I, I meant to go. Not the, you. Not you. I meant to go the rest of my life without ever saying it again. Yeah, but, I know, decided I, on the on May third. I was like, whoever says that, I'm I'm defriending them. Right. I just heard I didn't it for the it. first time yesterday. I never heard it. Well, that's because you don't have no idea what's happening in the world. That's like it's like saying what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Right, you know, it's it's what happens in the barrage. I, last time somebody said that, I puked on. Give Joe a shot already. He's too sober. All right, Joe, will right. do a shot. We Let's need to take, take a break. break here, and at nine o'clock, we will be talking to Brandon Hampton um, from Better Call Saul, the great show on AMC. Can you believe that? I'm, we I'm have stunned. big, 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 huge guests yeah. in, in coming up too, which I can't talk about right now. Mm, but I, I have a good one for you. Radio oh, yeah? silence. I have a guest for you guys. Do you? Oh yeah. Uh, is he gonna? You're tonight? gonna be happy. Is he gonna call in after mm. the interview? Because I can't have him calling in during the interview. It's not tonight, but it will. It was <laughs> oh, gonna be tonight, but he couldn't do it. But it's okay, gonna be cool. a big one. Nice, I, John. Also, I, I know you're not gonna believe me, and I know you're gonna ridicule me for saying so. But I have a guest potentially coming in that's huge. All right, we got a lot of huge things happening. He's uh, been mentioned quite a few times on the show. All right, Conan, you better open up that uh, maximum 100 listeners, buddy, because we're going places. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, uh, yeah, what else do I have here? I just want to say that I, oh, know what I have? I have, I'll, yeah, I'll play it. Well, first of all, here's some Endless Boogie. You like Endless Boogie, Joe? Yeah. Endless Boogie's good. It's a... Uh, that's uh, Matt Sweeney's band, and uh, who's the other dude in Endless Boogie? Is that weird that, that yeah, guy with the long hair? Long-haired dude who looks kind of old. I yeah, don't this is a cool song. You should listen to this. And after that, I will be premiering brand new Jason Lowenstein album. Yes. He, I texted him. He said, "Play whatever you want." So, yo, play that sent, shit. Big. He sent me the record right away. So, thank you, Jason, and uh, shout out to Mary Thomas. She knows why. And here's uh, Endless hello, Boogie. Mary, hello. After that, take it easy. Come, keep it in your pants over there, Mario. And uh, after that, we'll uh, listen to some brand new Jason Lowenstein's first solo album in 15 years. It's called Spooky Action. So we'll be back after this with Brandon Hampton of Better Call Saul. Yeah. You should, guys should listen to this song. It's, it's hilarious. St. Louis back in 1974. There was this kite flying contest, and a new band called Kiss was gonna play there.
right up front and the acid's kicking in. Twenty thousand people here. Four hundred and fifty-seven kites. Kiss on stage at the kite festival. Kiss did not bring their own kites. They were kiteless, carefree. It was either spring or fall, not summer. and everybody was pointing at me. Girls were sticking out their tongues and a bottle flew and hit me in the head. Somebody punched Wolf. And this girl said, what's with those dudes with no eyebrows?
That's uh, Endless Boogie with Back in 74. Now he has a Radio Note world premiere of Jason Lowenstein with The One. And his new album is called Spooky Action. Available everywhere, like now, I think. This is a Radio Nope world premiere. Night of uh, Radio Nope World premieres here, and here's uh, another one. This is a Radio Nope World premiere. It's called A Litany of Grievances by Conan Neutra and the Secret Friends. Enjoy.
Hello? Hello? Hi, is this Brandon? Hello. Hey, Brandon. Yeah, this is Brandon. Hey, what's up, can man? Can you hear me all right? I can hear you fine. How's it going? It's going good. Going can, good. Can you hear me okay? I can hear you perfectly fine. Great. Thank you so much for calling in. We're talking to Brandon K. Uh, Hampton from Better Call Saul. Yeah. Can you believe it? Yeah. Yeah. Nice to have you. Unbelievable. Thank you so much for doing it, man. Thank you. No, no problem. No problem. This is exciting. I'm excited for yeah. you. I mean, this. I mean, you must be over the moon with this. This is incredible. <laughs> oh man, since, since day one, uh, just to be a part of the universe, um, I, I've been. I've auditioned for Breaking Bad. I don't know how many times for season four and five, and you know, and I was like, oh man, I missed my chance. And so, lo and behold, um, now with the prequel. I get to be a part of that same universe, so I'm I'm honored, blessed. When you were auditioning for uh, Breaking Bad, had you seen the show yet? I I know you. I read that you binge watched it. Um, Breaking Bad, yes. Um, when I was auditioning for it, I hadn't watched it. Right. Um, and then it was afterwards after the show had already finished um, its final season, that I went and. And Ben watched it, um, and then they came back for the prequel. And I was like, "Oh my gosh, they're back!" When you watch, uh, when you binge watch it, and then and then you uh, you're acting on Better Call Saul. Does it having seen Breaking Bad? Does it change the way? Does it change your performance at all? Do you think do you have the future in the back of your mind as you're acting through the show, or would you rather you hadn't watched it, or is it all just the same? performance no matter what no no and the beautiful thing is um i only get the pages that my character is uh in the script um so i don't see the full story drawn out in advance or anything like that and and far as ernesto um ernie goes his character kind of um is new you know to the world you haven't seen him in breaking bad so right um so there's really, you know, no. Oh, I gotta go back and look at Breaking Bad and and, and kind of pull from there. Um, it's just a an all new character, you know, an all new show, and that's how I treat it. Right, and you don't um, know. I, I did mean to ask you about that. How far in advance do you get the scripts? Is it do you do you do you know what's happening like the next week or or throughout the entire season? Like you know. Yeah, can you give us no, some life on the Barrage um, exclusive? Probably about a week before they go into shooting um, their pre uh, pre planning, you know, episode, say, 301, um, and then 302 is coming up. And I might get the, the script maybe four days in advance, maybe uh, five at the most. Um, I might even still be like pushing it there. Um, it's a it's a quick turnaround, so you kind of get the pages and you're like, oh shoot, you know, and then you got to memorize it and get it done. You so, know, so four day, four or five days before just the a single episode. Um, as far as memorizing in in the pages that they send out, um, yeah. but no, they shoot an episode probably in about ten shooting days. Mm -hmm. So Monday through Friday. Um, and then Monday through Friday again, so 10 days total, not counting weekends. 
Right. So you don't know like what's going to happen with your character. Not that you could even say it, anyways. But I mean, how far how far in advance do you know right now? And what happens to your character and what happens in the season finale? <laughs> just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> a radio barrage exclusive. Um, in, the, in the season finale, everybody dies. Right. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> Meteor hits Albuquerque. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so is, is it is, all over again? No. Um, I don't know. They don't tell me. Um, and it's good that they don't tell me because. Right. You know, I like to be intrigued, and I don't like to know. Like, I, I, I watched the show, and I followed it. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. You know, you know, I'm waiting for next week, and I think that's the beautiful thing is, yeah. you know, in regular life, you know, in our real lives, we don't know what's to come. We can plan, you right. know, but we, we don't know what exactly is going to happen. Yeah, you it's know? better so, that you don't know because then I guess, you know, you're right. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense that your character has no idea what's going to happen. So why, why, sh- why should you? Yeah, so, yeah. so that's refreshing. I just hope I have a job next season. I yeah, do <laughs> so do we. <laughs> right, I'm just hoping every every week everyone's getting that script. Like, come on, one if, more, give me one more week, one more week, one hey, more season. If they off you, you could always come work with us over here. Yeah, so. That's right. I, this job pays nothing, and uh, you know, right. it's great. So uh, you're oh, how, man. how? Where are you living? Where are you calling from? You living in Santa Fe? Are you calling from L.A.? No, I, I lived I lived back in Santa Fe five and a half years. I live out in LA now. This has been home for um a year and one month. Uh, do you miss Santa Fe, the small town uh feel over there? You know, I don't. <laughs> I was born and raised in Houston. Um yeah. I don't miss it. I'm, I Santa Fe, well this is Mexico in general is the place you go you, you go to and and you're driving down the highway, and you see a family of tumbleweed rolling across the street, and that's how boring it is. Right? Are you in that you blue? Know? Are you in the blue car when uh, when you're driving down the uh, highway? <laughs> what kind of car is he? He doesn't know how to drive stick. Did you learn yet? The, yeah, that's that was actually be actually actually <laughs> <laughs> this third season. I was driving my own car. Yeah. Nice. So, <laughs> um, I learned over the summer because I wanted to be driving the car yeah. and not someone else. You know how I learned to uh-huh. dri- learn to drive stick, and I tell everyone this: this is what you have to do. You have to uh, just borrow some. When you borrow your friend's car, and it's a manual transmission, and he goes, "Can you drive stick?" and you go, "Yeah!" And then by the time you get back from the store, you kind of have the hang of it. His transmission is broken, but you know you got it. Oh, <laughs> right. uh, see, somebody somebody told me to go to a rental car place and rent one from them. Oh. And then... <laughs> Beat it up. <laughs> that is a pretty cool car. Do you, do, how many cars of those do they have on the set? Is it just one? You say what? How many of those? Uh, what is that, an Evo? What do you call that car? Yeah, Mitsubishi Evo Lancer. Right, and the only uh, how many car? How many do they have? How much money are we talking about? It's like the General they, Lee. They got like two hundred of them. They got that two. They, burn through. they got two hundred of them every every week. Brandon crashes one into right. the river. Or something. <laughs> yeah, we have. Um, so they have four total. Um, one um, is the gift at the end. Once the show is done, they gift it to the actor. Ah. Um, no, I'm joking. <laughs> um, I you there's said. only one. Um, it's only one one car, and uh, and so that's it. Huh? If I, I jack it up and mess it up, 
then uh, there's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> so, so now that your character has become a, a big part of the show, are you starting to get recognized on the street a lot? You know, if you go to a restaurant or whatever, people come over to your table, you know, and uh, bother you? You know, um, <laughs> right after season, uh, the season finale of uh, season two, um, I was leaving Santa Fe, moving away for good. Um, and I did an AMA. It was the, the day after the season finale. And I did an AMA on Reddit, and I was literally driving me and my friend uh, from Santa Fe to L.A., and I was sitting in the passenger side while he's driving and answering questions on the AMA. And uh, I don't even remember the question. <laughs> I just Neither do I. <laughs> get recognized now. Ask me anything, but I uh, don't remember what huh? it was. Uh, okay, I got to give bullet bullet point, you know, answers now. Yeah, well, Ryan, I think Ryan, Ryan was asking, uh, do you get recognized like crazy now, or do people? Uh, are you oh, still? Oh, that's where it was. Right. So do people yell out Ernesto while they're driving by, or Ernesto? Ernesto. Yeah. Brendan. So I got to L.A. after that, and. Uh, we went out to a couple of places, and I, I've seen a couple of people, you know, that's Ernesto. Oh, that's the best. <laughs> you know, and, 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 and it was weird because, you know, I've never had that happen to me, you know. And so yeah. I found it weird, and I thought they were, like, talking about me or something. And so I'm like, all right, I got to go, guys. Time yeah. to leave. Right. You yeah, know, they, they do that to me. looking at me funny. They, uh, so... They do um, that to me too. Of, uh, except they say it's Ray huh? Romano. They do that to me too. Except they say it's Ray Romano, and the problem is I'm not Ray Romano. Yeah, Ryan. So. Ryan kind of sounds and resembles Ray Romano, but, <laughs> yeah, and he's also have you won, have you won an Emmy? Because Ryan has. Just wonder. Oh, you're not far behind, my friend. You deserve one. It was for sound editing. No worries, bullshit. Yeah. Oh man, I was. Uh, no, I haven't won an Emmy, but uh, You're hopefully well on one your day. Way. You're well on your way. See, I, I have a feeling, and I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. People have all these theories on Reddit and everything else about where, where your character's going to go. I have a feeling, and I, I hope that you have the feeling that you're going to be around for a while. Yeah, I think I'm going to be around for a while. I, I've, I've read a lot of the theories. Um, Some of them are kind of crazy. And, you know, I had there was a theory that I was Tyrus Kitt, but right. we've seen him this season. So and then uh, what, that can't be. You know, people say that like, oh, I think he's Tyrus Kitt, and is is it because you're both black guys? Because I mean, that guy doesn't—he's not you. He doesn't look like you. Though. It's like that would be that no, would be they're, ridiculous. They're, they're trying to somehow find who Ernesto is, and I think um, I it, it just. Everybody wants Ernesto to be somebody. Right. right I got right, it all figured so, out, by the way. Uh, I think two co-answers to you. That's what I think is going on. Did you Did you ever meet uh, the actor who played Tuco? He looks scary as hell, that guy. Is he a no, nice guy? No, no. Um, I think his name is Raymond Cruz. No, I have not. I haven't met him, but uh, I love his work. I've been watching him since I discovered The Closer um, years back. Right. He's also on the yeah. spinoff of that show, um, um, called Major Crimes, I believe. My wife watched yeah, that show. Yeah, and, and then I haven't watched Major Crimes. I only watched Closer. He's a cop on that show. He's a normal guy. And it's like, I'm, I'm trying to tell my wife. I'm like, my wife watches Better Call Saul religiously, but she hasn't seen Breaking Bad. So it's kind of fun to watch her not know. I'm like, I'm t trying to talk to her about Gus today. And she's like, who? Like the 
chicken guy? And I'm like, oh, He's man. He's a very nice man. <laughs> Just you wait. He has no idea. Just buckle you up. wait. Yeah, no. buckle in because it's going to be fun for you. Buckle in. <laughs> <laughs> I met um, – I'll tell you a quick story. I know it's not my interview, um, but I met um, – Giancarlo Esposito, that's his name, right? Giancarlo Esposito? Yes. I met him on the street. Giancarlo. Giancarlo. I met Giancarlo on the street in Manhattan one day, and this was right after her. Spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Breaking Bad, he dies. Um, it's, it's, it's been a long time. You should have seen it already. Um, and I saw him, and I'm like, hey, man, you know, we're like waiting for the, uh, the light to change to walk across the street. And I was like, oh, you know, I, you, just, I, you did an amazing job. And you know, uh, it stinks that you're not going on the show anymore. And he said, he goes, oh, you know, he's very gracious and nice and thank, thanking me. And he goes, uh, well, you never know. I could be back. Now, this is right in the middle of Breaking Bad. So I watch the rest of Breaking Bad as it happens, and he doesn't come back. And I'm like, that guy, man. <laughs> he, I don't know. He, he like, I don't know. He, maybe he doesn't know. Or he lied yeah, to me. Just, and then he is back. Three yeah. years later. He's back. He was right. Well, now the show's picking you up can't with, write this with stuff. the uh, introduction of Gus and Mike getting into uh, his character. So if I have a question, if you don't mind, Brandon. If you were Brandon. to be in the show, if you were to be in the show in the future where it takes on more of the Breaking Bad qualities of the show, how do you appear? That's why these theories are out there. That who would you be? Because you were never really in the, in the Breaking Bad Characters. Great question. Um, <laughs> looking, looking at the theories and everything, I, I've, and I've seen, I've, I like read them all. And I'm like, oh man, um, you know, if he is, you know, somehow related to Gus, you know, people draw that connection all the time. Mm -hmm. Gustavo Ernesto, uh, he prefers to be Ernie. You know, uh, Gustavo prefers to be Gus. You know, is he one of the Chicken Brothers? You know, um, <laughs> oh, that's a good one. He could I mean, be one of the Poyos. I get everything. It's like he's under, he's there the whole time. He's behind the business. And then I, I've seen something else. They said, yeah, when Gus died, Ernesto was the one who took over the Poyos and models. Uh, you know, who knows? Who knows? You know, yeah. that's what's fun about the show, too, because um, when it starts with the showing Jimmy post Breaking Bad working in the Cinnabon. So I think, I, I would hope at the end of the entire series, we will see. The post postscript of that, and you know, find you know, it's almost like Breaking Bad continues after that. If we see, because there's no way they're just going to leave Jimmy hanging in the Cinnabon. We're going to see what happens next. I would assume. Right, he still has that fire in him. Who knows? But I like seeing the young Hector Salamanca. By the way, he's on the phone right now. What's the, what's that, Hector? Oh, yeah. Hold on, I got him right here. He has a question for you. Sorry. Thank you. I was I was waiting all week for that bit. Brilliant comedy. Are you there? Did he hang up? Yeah. <laughs> this interview is beneath me. Brandon, can you hear me? No. Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank God. Nothing, huh? All right. So, uh, where did you... Oh, I thought he was... Somebody else was on the phone, so I was quiet. I was like, okay, oh, thank you. He's a pro. Yeah, it's, it's Hector Salamanca. He's right. <laughs> Terrible well, joke. Well, hello there, my friend. <laughs> I tried it again. It still didn't work. Um, you grew up in Texas, right? How old are you, 26? I am 20 through 28. 28? Wow, you look so young. I figured you were for like 22 or 23. What's your secret, man? No, no, I'm 20. I'm 20 <laughs> through 28. Oh, he's 28. And um, if I tell you anything else, I may not get another job. You're going to be like too <laughs> right. young, too old. So yeah, I'm, you don't I'm be typecast. 
I forgot about that. So, you know, if you what year did you start? What, what year did you jump on the bus and 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 break out? So, if you're 28 now, this took a long time. I mean, this is no, 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 no. You're still rolling with that 28, man. You're oh, still sorry. rolling with it. <laughs> sorry, sorry. 20 something. Let's just say in it, 20 I'm, something. He's a young man. I'm between 20 and 28. He's between that's 20 and 28. Right. So oh, that's oh, what it's. Okay, fine. I'm 26. 26. <laughs> That's what it Gosh. says. That's what it says you on the. Age uh, me by two years. Like you know, <laughs> the agents. Do right. Do, do agents do that? Do they send out like, oh, well, this is the age range. I, I guess they do, right? So he could play between this and that. Yeah, well, casting directors, they'll go and look, and if they find, you know, they're looking for a younger character or whatever, somebody in their 20s, and then they go and find, and they like you, but they're like, oh, yeah. He's 26. Yeah, he's almost pushing 30. Yeah, it's not going to be our guy. Nah, you know, if we want to go six seasons, we're going to, you know. You look very you young. Know. You look very young. You could play You could play the whole range, I think. So I got a question. Yeah. So, Brandon, if you get, God forbid, you get killed off on the series, uh, if your agent gets uh, uh, asked whether you'd like to, you know, be on Better call Ernesto or something like a you know a tertiary kind of thing for the show. Would you <laughs> like? Do you go for something like that? Do you wait? I mean, as being an actor, I'm, I know it's a hard business. Do you do you have to wait and kind of bide your time until the right role comes? Or people are always trying to jump on the bandwagon of something like that. Wait, I'm, I'm not. I'm not following. You. I'm sorry. Meaning, uh, let's say that the uh, script calls for you to not be a part of the next season for some reason. Right. You know, obviously in Hollywood, it's so incestuous. People are going to attempt to to give you new scripts with your character being involved. Possibly, do you jump on something like that, or do you just wait and and kind of bide your time for the right role? You know what I'm saying? Well, you know, uh, huh? <laughs> I'm confused too. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> All I heard was, "Did you?" I didn't hit the last part, but I but I wanted to respond to the first part, but I wanted to make sure I heard the very last thing you said. Um, if but, someone proper, if no. someone, yeah, sorry, if someone propositions you no, for something uh, with your character, is what I'm asking. So basically, if if I was to die um, and I get that notice, and they're like, "Hey, we're killing your character off. We're gonna blow him up uh, in his car." Don't put it in fourth gear. I'll know. I'll leave the show, whatever. And um, you know, sure, you know, you get you know other officer uh, opportunities because they see your work and you know it's out there, and they're like, oh, he plays a great, you know, nervous, nerdy type character, you know, and so. Um, unless I got an agreement, you know, like a series regular, you know, agreement locked in with the show, then I'm off limits. But um, right. I don't have that, so I can do is whatever I want to do. Is, right? is, is, it, is, it, uh, is it like your nightmare to do like, uh, like say, like you think like, oh, man, what if this is the best role I'll ever have? And then I'm stuck like doing like comic cons for the rest of my life. And they're like, meet Ernesto, you know. Wow, you really you know, uh, <laughs> I have thought about that, which is which is why I've never done stuff like Disney or uh, Power Rangers or anything like that. Because <laughs> once a Power Ranger, you're always a Power Ranger. Right? <laughs> isn't isn't uh, says the check? Well, 
Don't listen to them, Brandon. Listen, you have a great career ahead of you. I only see you good things in your future. Don't you know that Michael McKeon has been the Power Rangers? He's been Lenny from Lenny and Squeaky. Hey, by the way, have you seen Spinal Tap? And I know you work with Michael a lot on the show, right? Most of your scenes are with him, I would assume, right? Yeah, I, I, 90% of the time I'm working with so, uh, I would hope Michael that you McKeon. Have you seen the movie Spinal Tap? You know, um... <laughs> <clears throat> See what happened was um It's okay to not have seen um, only twenty, you know. Expect. I was I was you know, I haven't seen Spinal Tap, but that's just because it's you know I have a hard time. I went to film school and, and I had to sit in history of world cinema and and some of the films I was just sitting there and, and I got so bored and so I'm like I'm just I'm just in current up to date. Well, you know, if I didn't watch it in the past and you know I'm well, probably not going to watch it. Right. Well, I'm telling uh, you. I'm telling you right now. You have homework to do, kid. You got to go watch Spinal Tap. You have a Netflix account. It is the best movie ever. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. You're going to laugh your ass off the whole time, and you're going to laugh at a, you know, and then you can go to work the next day. And uh, well, what's Michael like? What's your relationship? Is he really funny? I imagine he just cracks everybody up all the time. Mm, I don't know. He's like a serious guy. No. No. What's it like? What's uh, your name, Brandon? Let him answer the question for God's sakes. I don't know. I've never met him. <laughs> I met him once on the Upper West Side too, and I saw him, and I I was too afraid to approach him, so I didn't. <laughs> but then I tweeted about how I was well, too afraid, and he liked the tweet. Thank you. Well, they shoot all of our stuff separately on green screen, and then they put them together. <laughs> Is that house a set, so, by the way? <laughs> you say what? I said, is that is, is the, the house a set? Yeah, the, the one that he lives in uh, is that a set or is that? Uh, what do you mean, it's a set? You think it's an <laughs> actual, actual home? Property? Right, because well, well, it's a green screen or is it a set uh, or is it an actual house? Yeah, no. I, I like when you. The were... beauty is and and the magic. No, um, so um, it's a combination of a set and um, actual location. Right. Do you have stuff in your contract where you're not, not, not allowed to talk about the uh, the next script and stuff like that? Do they, like, like, what, what do they do? Like, what if you what if you talked about it? Like, what would happen? Would, you, would they sue you or something? Would you, they kick you out? They can't kick you off the show because uh, they need you, right? You know. Well, he'd blow up in a car I, I probably next week. Would be, I probably would be removed from the show effective immediately. Right. <laughs> uh, my 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 credits could be taken away. Uh, yeah, blackballed from Hollywood, blacklisted. Yeah. In addition to a lawsuit, in addition to never being able to take employment with you know Sony or AMC or whatever. You'll never work yeah, it's time again. Is it intimidating to be on? on no. Is it intimidating to be huh? on? The, is it intimidating to be on the set with all these like? Uh, you know, guys have been around so long. You know, all these old pro. Or do, do you just say, "Hey, man, I'm an actor too, and I'm all in, and I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm just as good as everybody else." Um, I don't like to look at it that way. I look right. at it as they're my, my teacher, and I'm the pupil, and um, there's always something for me to learn. I mean, they've been doing it, you know, longer than I have. I'm, I'm, I'm scratching the surface. They, they've been on the surface. Um, and around the surface a few times. So um, it's all um, an educational thing for me. I like to go and watch. Um, when I'm not in the scenes, I like to stay on set and watch the other actors work 
Right. Um, just because you learn and you see it, and it's, it's an honor, you know, to work with Bob um, for the teams that we are able to share, uh, Michael McKeon. Uh, his last time around working with Ray uh, was, was great. Um, yeah, I love it, you know. Is it nerve? Everybody it, offers something. Hello? Uh, huh? Uh, sorry, I thought I lost you. Is it nerve-wracking, though? Do you get nervous? Um, I think every actor gets nervous. I think nerves never go away. I'm always nervous because I came from a background of, you know, doing community theater and, and, and theater in high school and, and outside. Um, and so I'm used to doing it right the first time. And so I'm always nervous that if I fuck up once, I'm going to get fired. Right. So, um, or, you know, my, my uh, counterparts um, will be like, what are you doing? Oh, this guy, we're not going to write him in anymore. Yeah, he clearly can't handle the material or anything like that. So I try my best, you know, and I know it's probably not right, you know, because everybody messes up and makes mistakes. Mm -hmm. and, you know, that's just life. Um, nobody's perfect, but I do try my best not to mess up at all. What, and so, what constitutes um, a yeah? I'm very nervous. What constitutes a <laughs> what constitutes a mess up for you? I'm just curious. Um, if I mess up a line, mm -hmm. um, if I miss a mark, um, if I say a line out of the order that it was supposed to be said in, it, it could be a number of things, or you know, or I just forget all together. Right. right. Yeah, but that happens to, to everybody. You know, cut. Cut, cut. Yeah. <laughs> Daniel, what are you doing? Usually by cut. God damn it. Or you could be like Johnny Depp. You know what Johnny Depp does, right? What does he do? He's got a little earpiece. And, uh, and a guy, I'm not kidding when I tell you this. He's got a little earpiece he wears behind all that makeup and all that, the hair extensions and everything. Mm -hmm. And he gets told his lines before he says them. Really? Very similar to, That's Brand, movie, to Brando. Are well, you telling me he doesn't... Uh, he doesn't learn his lines. Really? No. And he dresses as Jack Sparrow for every movie. Every movie. <laughs> every every have hair. You're saying that every single movie he's dressed as Jack, as right, Jack Sparrow. Now, or a big yeah. head of hair. Interesting. I didn't know that. Got to hide it. I know he doesn't watch the movies. Do you watch yourself? Is it? And is it? Is do you? You watch yourself on TV? Is it? Is it? Is it nerve wracking to watch yourself? Does it drive you nuts? You're like, oh man, this is. Is it like terrible to watch, or or are you okay with it? You know, some people don't don't want to see themselves, but I I enjoy watching. Um, because I like to critique myself. Yeah. Uh, and so I watch and, and I see what I do and then I'm like, oh, I could totally do that better. Mm -hmm. or I'm like, oh, that was actually good. Yeah. That came off good. Or, you know, um, so I watch myself, um, just cause I feel like I'm my, my best and worst critic. And if I can be happy with the performance then I know, you know, other people can be happy with it. Are you hard? Um, are you hard on yourself as a performer? Do you feel like because you have uh, I don't want to, so, so like few lines I guess in the show that so far that every line like you feel like you have to knock it out of the park, or is that detrimental to you that like you're like I can't think of it like that. I just need to act the way it's supposed to be and not like put a premium on. Look, I only have one line. I better do it, you know, as best as I can. Um. A great, great guy named Sanford Miza said, acting is being truthful under imaginary circumstances. Right. So I don't try to 
I don't try to make it about the lives or get too caught up in it. I just try to, to play it as real as I can and, you know, and give it my best take on how I would handle the situation, you know, and I don't, it, it doesn't matter about the lines, you know, I can have no lines. I think the best acting happens when you're silent and you can show it all on your face without saying one word. Right. Subtle um, yeah. So I just try to tell the story with my face. Right. And I was always told, throw the lines, just throw the line away, you know, just like, don't make a big, uh, don't, don't overact it. Just, just throw it out there. You know, and it make it natural. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my when I went out and followed my audition for Breaking Bad. Uh, the casting director Kira Rye would always tell me, "Hey Brandon, throw it away." You know. Yeah. And uh, because I'm I'm trying to, you know, act when acting is just reacting, and so you got to learn more to react than to actually act. Um, and you'll be good. And you'll win an Emmy and Oscar. You just know how to react. <laughs> well, you did get nominated for a Grammy, right? You know that's funny. Um, no, I haven't. I tried to remove that, but for some reason, they won't let it's it on there. And they won't let you take it I down. I was not. No, I think it was for like Medal of Honor or something. I don't right, know. you would have been like uh, four years old when that uh, nomination happened. I, I was what are you right. I was years old, but it, it looks pretty, and it's always something to talk about. Yeah, if people go and look and like, oh, what is he? What is he won for his nomination? Just go with I'm it. Like, no, but history is written, my friend. <laughs> just go with it. History is written. Throw it. Just throw it away. Yeah, history is. <laughs> and we rewrite history all the time, right? Yeah. So, Some well, people in the chat box have a. Uh, Dan has a question in the chat box. He wants to know what kind of director uh, uh, Roland em Emmerich was on the Independence Day sequel, and did you have much interaction with him? It's a, a fan question. <laughs> Deep. Oh man, I wish I made it into the final edit of it. Um, oh, you're not in the movie. Time. But, God damn it! <laughs> well, Biblical Fox was cut out the, the the whole movie pretty much. What? Uh, she died on the top of the the, uh, the on the helipad when the building collapsed. But she was supposed to be throughout the entire movie. Yeah. Um, and I think it was closer to the end of the movie, um, and so that didn't happen. Um, but Roland was a, was a cool guy. Um, very, uh, inquisitive mind. Um, but I didn't have much interaction with him. Um, I knew the first AD very well, um, from my time when I was starting out doing background work and everything on Friday Night Lights. Um, and so I knew Casey and, you know, as the first AD, he kind of, uh, said, set up the scene and everything, get all of the pieces moving. Um, Roland kind of jumped in here and there, and, you know, he'll make little tweaks and things like that. Um, but I think a good director watches. They watch and they listen. Mm -hmm. And then they watch again and they listen. And they only disturb you if there's just that small little thing that could really make this this scene, you know, extraordinary. And so, you know, otherwise, why direct, you know, unless you, you just plan on being the actors, you know, the, the camera, the props, all that type of stuff. So, um, I think it's, I think he did a, he's great. 
Um, don't know about the movie, but um, yeah, I have an appreciation for for directors. Uh, what is it, Mario? You have a question? Well, Brandon, talking about that, there's a, a little thing after Saul sometimes called Talking Saul, and you get a lot of insight from Gilligan and Gould. Now, they're writers. Who's directing on, on the set of uh, Better Call Saul? And how's it working with that person? Who directs? Um, you know, they usually have a different director every episode. I've been privileged to to be able to work with the creators themselves um, this time around, um, Peter and Vince, um, but they, they have other amazing, you know, directors, a lot of the directors, um, Colin Buxy was one that was, that was the first director. He was the reason I'm on this show because right. he picked me. Uh, do you ever, uh, sorry, do you ever have a desire to direct an episode? Do you ever like uh, sit, you sit there going, Hey man, I, I would like to direct one of these. You know, I would, but I'm working my way up. I'm, yeah, right. uh, no, I'm I know. I'm directing just... a, a, a pilot out in Chicago. Um, I've been going back and forth these last couple of weeks to Chicago. To, uh, I'm co-directing with a, a good friend, and, and and so we're trying to bring that to life. But um, I would love to move into that when the time is right as far as, like, something like Better Call Saul and and uh but I, I wanna learn more. You know, I don't it's not right. something that I would just be like, No, can you guys let me you know, I, no, I, I would no, much you would never you would never ask, but but you, all you gotta listen man, all you gotta do is stay alive long enough and you'll be directed an episode. <laughs> Get directed an episode. How about you just show up on uh Talking Saul one day and sit on those big chairs with them? I'm interested in in kind of your upbringing for a second if we don't mind talking about that. Uh it's when you grew up in Texas when you were 13, you joined a gang, and how does the and how does that translate to uh, you know what what you're doing now? Like, what is the does that motivate you that you got out of that kind of life? Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, my life was was rough growing up, um, and I think I've always I've always had a passion for the arts um, since I was in second grade and was on the, the news channel getting the lunch menu uh, spiel for the uh, my elementary school. But um, I grew up, you know, most of my life without my father, and so it was my mom, um, single mother, um, and then my sisters. I had three sisters. I'm the only boy. And so... Um, it was tough because I was trying to find my my position as a you know as a man, and uh, and so I got involved in the wrong lifestyle. But I knew, always knew, I was like I want to be, you know, that actor. I want to be, you know, I want my name to be spoken in the same regard as Denzel Washington. Right, you know, right. Someday. That's like your hero, right? So, and so, yeah, yeah. What? Now, so, when you're when you're in a when you're in a gang and you start, I know you're a big uh, you travel around the country to, uh, in the debate club and stuff. Were you still in the tail end of being in the gang? Was that like your way out of it? And it was that the the start of your acting career in a way that the public speaking. The debate club was the gang. <laughs> you know, you know, we was we was, and we we, we did really good. Um, 
No, it, and it was after that. Um, my mom had pulled me away from the school and the environments, um, and she found out and everything, and then um, I ended up uh, moving to another school, but I was still skipping school, and, you know, I wasn't, you know, necessarily away from it. Um I just just stopped hearing. Um, I was almost sent to Job Corps. She was gonna send me to Job Corps. Yeah. And, um, Were you on drugs or anything? Then, no, no drugs. Just Thank rolling God. around. With, right. Did, uh, did you carry a gun when you were like fourteen? No, I wouldn't say I wouldn't. I wouldn't go all to to that extreme. I don't like guns. Right. Um, I've never, I've never been a goat, uh, gun toter, um, but I did get in in fights and, and jumped and, and and all of that. I had friends who had guns and, and carried guns, but I, yeah. I I didn't carry. What was the weapons? Uh, did, did the older older guys get you into the gang, or you just kind of did it yourself? They they prey upon. No, the um, I had it was it was kind of you know I had some friends you know of mind and and they was like oh man he can ready to get jumped down and, and so on. and uh you know we i thought it was cool and you know we were pretty tight and we all hung out and we all walked home from school um and so i just figured all right well i got a band of brothers you know why yeah. not you know make them family you right. know and this will be family fitting in and is a big thing it's all brotherly love mm-hmm what, what was the name of this gang? Did this, did this gang have a name? The Van Buren Boys. It sounds like it's just a bunch of guys walking home from school, kicking each other's ass to me. I don't know what you're talking about. No, no, no. Uh, it, 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 you know. Um, what was the worst thing you ever did in the gang? Want... You don't want to talk about it? It's okay. We don't have to yeah, I kind of don't want to. That's all right. I don't want to. I don't want to hold on that. I'd like, I, I tried to. I, I, I moved away from that. And, right, we're proud of you. you we're, know, I, I'm, I'm, we're glad that me, you got away from. It. We're very excited. I'd for like you. to steer this in the direction of the. Oh, yeah, I might have me. I might be marked for death now. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's right. You know, we have one of the former your rival gang that was here today in the studio. We'd like to talk to you. Know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you remember that time you stole my chocolate milk? <laughs> Listen, Brandon, I have to attest to something. I teach middle school. Uh, the I teach art for 30 years and. And it's it's a it's a, t- a testament to the power of the creative arts and creative outlets for young people because I don't think your life would have been the same if you didn't have teachers in middle school and in high school that kind of pushed you into the direction where you are now and I uh, I mean you could speak on that and and the positive sides of how you got away from you know just getting in trouble like most teenagers do it's it's really about the arts right I would agree I think you would agree right without the arts would you, are you stuck yeah, in a bad situation. Um, you say what? I'm sorry. Without without the arts, are you are you you think you're stuck in that same situation, and your life would have uh, turned out horribly or differently? No, horribly. Uh, I think everything that I went through made me ten times the better person I am today. Because uh, I was able to move away from that, and it was over the summer um, when I was in high school. Um, I think it was I was going into my sophomore junior year. And it was a summer, and one of my uh, former teachers in middle school was at the high school, and he was uh, coaching the speech and debate team, and 
he brought me in over the summer because I was going to come to the school and introduce me to um, what became one of my best friends in high school and my duo duet partner um, in speech and debate. And I did all of the, you know, I only did the acting events. I didn't do any of the debate because that wasn't my, my focus. Um, so I did humorous interpretation, dramatic interpretation, and I got to see, you know, as a young black male, you know, in the, the urban, you know, areas of Houston, Texas, not seeing, I got to fly for the first time, right. you know, yeah. flying to, you know, Albany, New York, we were going to Wisconsin. Beautiful for, town. You know, Beautiful. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I said a, lo- a lovely town, Albany. Yeah, it is a nice town. Yeah, it is boring. They have an egg uh, shell. But, um, Boston. I mean, we traveled everywhere, and I was like, man, you know. And I was getting recognition. You know, I was placed, you know, in the top, you know, top thirty in the nation for humorous and uh, for speech and debate national tournament and things like that. And so I was like, wow, like my life means something and it has value and um and so i knew i wanted to be out and i like you know seeing other places so um after i graduated um i left went to art institute of houston for a little bit because i wanted I, i knew filmmaking is what i wanted to do yeah um and so I went to the Art Institute of Houston, and then uh, me and my, my best friend at the time uh, was going to the school for film. And he was like, yeah, man, you um, can come to school one day. I'm in class. And I'm like, why is he not in class? He's not like him, not being in class. And so I called him on the phone. And I'm like, hey, man, what are you at? He's like, oh, I'm not coming anymore. I'm dropping out because I'm going to do. I'm, I'm going to be a football player on Friday Night Lights. Right. <laughs> I was like, "Oh man, I used to get those emails to to sign up, but you know, I was in Austin and I was young and I could go at the time. I'm like, I'm going to do that too." <laughs> so I got on the phone, called my mom. I was like, "Mom, he's going to be mad and upset, but I'm dropping out. You going oh, to Austin to be a football player on Friday Night Lights? That's a huge risk." And we had to audition to be a football player. So we hadn't had it yet. You know, we didn't know for sure, but, you know, we took that leap out on faith and uh, sure. went out and auditioned whatever to be a core football player for season four, season five. And, uh, and so stayed at it. Stayed trying to make little short films and sketches in between. And then I started doing slam poetry, uh, which I enjoy writing. Uh, slam poetry. I haven't performed since I've been to LA, but um, it is a passion. So yeah, I'm I very I'm very much still involved in the arts. Um, that seems like uh, it would be more. I I would be way. It seems like it would be way more nerve wracking to do slam poetry to me than like stand up comedy. Even though both of them to me would be like hell. I think slam poetry was like you're just going up there like you know, you got to be brave, man. That, you know. That audience is ready to kill you, I would assume. <laughs> if that better be good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now did your friend when you yeah. went when you did the Friday Night Lights thing, did your friend make it onto the show too? So um Or is I he now mad at with... you that you're a huge <laughs> success and he's a, he went had to go back to Houston and uh, you know. 
<laughs> no, no. So actually, three of us end up going. Well, four of us. It was four of us. I believe um, I have their names. We went there with. Huh? <laughs> I believe I have their names. What do you have? A dossier? He's got the IMDb. It was Orsar, Arian, Alberto, and Lamarcus, right? On the bus, right? Yeah, yeah. And Lamarcus uh, ended up going. He wasn't even going to be a football player. He was just going as our manager. He was trying to, you know, become a talent manager and all of that. Right. And so. You're not even on I'm the like, bus and some guy's taking 10%. <laughs> Yeah, and so well, I told him to sign up to be a, a you know an extra, you know, when they need him. Um, just to bring that money because we stand, we all stand in you know this one bedroom, travel lodge or whatever. I, I don't know, um, and eating pizzas because we didn't have money, and, and so uh, long story short, he signed up. They was like, dude, you should be a linebacker, and he became Dallas Tinker. Right, um, one of the series regulars on the show. Yeah, um, that's a big show. And then, and then I, um, but the other two, uh, one is both does uh, Alberto, um, Asar, Aaron. Um, they're all in music, um, and so that's their focus. Um, and so yeah. Was it hard when you when you when you get on the bus and you go out and you go on the auditions and everything, and uh, you know, you guys are black guys. Do you encounter any racism in in your uh, travels as a young black man in in this industry, particularly? Or no, you think everyone was pretty accepting to you? Yeah, I haven't had any 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 of that. Um... No, I don't think it's. It may be harder, you know, as far as getting the opportunities, but right. no, not nobody blatantly come up and like, right. yeah, because you're, uh, you know, inward or or something. Uh, you know, your kind doesn't have a place here. Right. Uh, can you make up a story about it? <laughs> huh? Can I said? Can you make up a story about it? <laughs> Just kidding. Um, so we make up a story. When when did you when do you get into a you're a religious guy right and you meditate and you do the, the how do you say it, with the ch- chakra and what is chakra? <laughs> I'm educated. Yeah, it's like ASMR. I'm so everybody has chakras. I mean, you have your crown chakra. Your um, it's basically the energy grid within your body. You know, it keeps right. you aligned. Mm-hmm. You so, med- you meditate daily every day. Multiple times. Um, I try to. I haven't as of as of lately. I've kind of neglected since I've gotten to LA. To be honest, we could do um, it right now if you want. Well, as they say, LA. Uh, I got to LA. LA yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> Is that uh, like a no me re renge ko? I try to meditate, and my my mind can't stop racing. Like, how do you get your mind to to, to calm down enough where you can meditate? I can't. I, I have a problem doing it. It's the TM. What's the secret? ASMR. Yeah. There's this good app. Uh, if you look up a meditation app, I, I can't think of uh, the name of it, but I was using that in the very beginning, mm-hmm. ten minutes a day, and it just it it talks you through it. Um, but I'm a conspiracy theorist, so I got into to all of that. You know, I found that through you know my discoveries in Santa Fe, and you know, and all of my conspiracies I found me really? you know talking to different people and you know and um, what's that the, led what, me to wow. what's the biggest conspiracy you believe in 
Well, he's from Texas. It has to be JFK. No, it's Santa Fe. It's like <laughs> aliens and shit. Probably. What, what 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 do you got? What's a, what's a big conspiracy you think, Beth? Um, I think uh, I think nine eleven was was an inside job uh, in the stage. Wow. Okay. Um, I I think there was never uh, Osama bin Laden. You know, the mm-hmm. terrorists. I think that that was all tied to Fabricate. the Bushes and their relations with the Saudi bin Laden group. Right. Uh, the landing and on the I don't think they captured him and buried him at sea because ah, wow. they never had him to begin with. And that's just the story that right, they the came up with. Well, I will agree with you. you the know, whole, no pictures, the, no nothing. I mean, the whole, the whole burying him at sea thing is just it's like something wrapped in a shroud. We never got to see what it was. I will agree. I think the whole thing's kind of a, it's a little shady. I agree with you there, but, you know. So who do you think did 9-11? Um, I, think, I think our country uh, does a lot of this stuff to keep the masses in fear and, you know, push their agenda, you know, propaganda, right. you know. Um, sure, you keep... which is now you know all of, all these black guys getting shot, but mm-hmm. you know people get shot. Black guys get shot all the time, and so the white guys get shot all the time. Um, so do everybody get shot all the time? Mm-hmm. But you you hear about all of the increased police shootings around the election, and then. After the election's over, it all dies. You don't hear about it anymore. Black Lives Matter, for one. Um, And the whole argument behind, you know, Black Lives Matter, All Lives Matter, you know, and and that whole, all lives matter, you know, all lives matter. Yeah, we we know that already, but black people are being killed at an alarming rate compared to white people. You don't agree with that? You, you know, I don't look at color. I don't leave my house in the right. morning and well, look at somebody and look at the color. I'll tell you who does look and, at color. The cops pulling you over. They look at it pretty good. No? You think that uh, everyone... You know, you know I, I worked when I was in Santa Fe. I was a scenario uh, a role player um, at the police department at their law enforcement academy there where they brought in all of their cadets who are trained to become police officers. And at the end, before they graduate, they take them through a different, you know, a number of scenarios. They give us paintball guns, whatever, and put us in hostage situations and, you know, and have the officers officers respond. Um, And so I see what they're doing, you know, what they teach, and they teach in de-escalation, and they're like, all right, you see a black guy, you shoot him immediately, Mm. or anything like that. Um, And so... I've never had that problem where an officer pulled me over and I feared for my life because I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Right. Well, you're right. a lucky man. You well, know, if I get combative with an officer, then I can only expect the officer to get combative with me. Well, um, I mean, that's but, interesting that you say that because you don't think that, um, you know, I, I don't I don't believe that. Uh, Police officer wakes up in the morning and says, "Okay, I'm going to kill someone." And, uh, but there, you don't think there's um, an underlying racism, whether they 
know it or not, inside their heads when they pull somebody over, they're more scared of a black guy in the car than a white guy in the car. Or you you think everyone's just equal like that, and it's perpetrated by uh, the media? Uh, a little bit of both. Uh, the adrenaline is going. You know, working at the law enforcement academy, and you know they have a situation where they have an act, somebody with a gun, an active shooter situation and an officer fired a gun and then the trainer comes up and like, well, how many rounds did you fire off? And it's like, oh, only fired off two. And then they go and they count them and they like fire the whole clip. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And so you're like, well, they didn't have to shoot this person six times, you know, under the, the adrenaline and the nervousness mm-hmm. and all that. Um, it happens, you know, um, it's like, I would say it's like the equivalent of you really need to get home and you drove your car, but you had a few drinks, but you really need to get home yeah. and you're not thinking about the car, anything, you know, just, I need to get home right now because I'm fucked up. I never right, experienced right, that. Right. You know, <laughs> and... The officers is, I just need to do my job. I just need to do my job. But all of the outside influences, there's other people, people with phones. You don't know what the situation is. Is this person with his phone? Do they have a weapon? Like, I got, you know, all these different angles. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, it's hard to to say, um, and that's not my place. You know, that's why they have people who've been trained to, you know, investigate, you know, situations like that. I, I can only do my part. I'm like Morgan Freeman. I'm an American first. I'm not, you know, African-American. I'm not black American. I'm American. Right. Um, when a cop pulls you over, you don't think that he, well, I, I don't know. He doesn't necessarily see that. You don't know who you're getting pulled over by. I Are you saying that it doesn't exist at all, the, the inherent uh, racism in society by police officers? Oh, I'm not saying racism doesn't exist. And sure, there are, you know, cops who, you know, are racist. You don't think think it's a systematic problem that needs to be addressed, like, uh, nationwide? Or you you think that um, it's overblown? Um, I think... I don't know I know I'm kind of... I know I'm... How will we fix it? Right. Is the question you know? I, I apologize. Been asking for I don't know how many how many years, but generations. It's, it's it's past the point of how do we fix it? Because some people would say, well, you fix it by taking the guns away from all officers. Mm-hmm. But then you got people who would just be killing officers now, and they don't have any way of defending themselves. Uh-huh. And so. Um, and then there has the question, well, maybe we need to bring the military in. Maybe the military should be, you know, we, have, we should be militarized with the police, you know. And well, I, it's just, well, it's, I think it's we're, no way. You don't think we're already at that point where the police are militarized and we keep, um, you know, people of, of, of color who are generally poor or, you know, living below the po- poverty line in kind of a pens of neighborhoods patrolled by a militarized police force? You don't believe that? No, I see it. I, I've, I've driven through Skid Row, um, so I definitely see it, you know. Um, and I know it, it, it happens, and, and it's there. 
Um, I'm not denying that, but um, I'm sorry. I don't mean to back I you into a corner. I'm just curious of asking you. Better no, call. No, better I, call Saul airs every Monday. Myself and my experiences. You know, right? I grew up and I've had. You know, I've been called the N word. I've been. You know, I've seen. You know, prejudices. You know, happen around me. Mm-hmm. Um. And you know, and how I felt. I used to be old school Malcolm X. You know, back in my day. Right. Uh, and you know, and it was because of how I was raised, you know, and all with an all black family and, you know, and they kept it all, everything all black. And so, you know, I grew up that way and I guess I made that change, you know, and that was, you know, me understanding and learning and, and meeting people because I was quick to be like, Oh, this happened to me, uh, it's because I'm black. Oh, it's because that guy's white. You know, that that happened to me. Right. When really, you know, it was my actions that got me into the position. Right. Not the color of my skin. So you think, do you think that, um, you know, you're, you obviously have a huge sense of personal responsibility in your life that you've turned your life around and you've done all these, uh, you know, things and made yourself a success. Do you think that that's what changed your mind? But, you know, not everyone's afforded the same the same opportunities, you know. I mean, not that I mean, you did it. I'm not saying that you didn't work for it. But there are some people there. How many for every Brandon K. Hampton? How many people are there who jumped on that Greyhound and failed and didn't get, you know, didn't make it, you know? Right. Thank you. Um. <laughs> uh, Better Call Saul's on every right. Monday night at uh, 10 p.m. on AMC. Sorry, man. I, this got really heavy. I didn't mean. <laughs> you really re- bring this down, John. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't really mean well, to do hey, it. Man, I, no. I, you know, I'm sorry, dude. I, you know, I, I feel bad that no, it got heavy. No, if you but never, if if we never open a dialogue yeah. to discuss these things, then they would never be talked about. Right. And then everybody would be hiding behind it and then complaining. You know, when some executive order gets signed and they wasn't included in the talks. Well, right. let's yeah. let's get so, this let's get this straight, if mm-hmm. you don't mind. You believe that you are not going to become Tyra's kid, but you do. Oh, believe, but right. you do believe that Osama bin Laden never existed. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I got out of this I conversation. I don't think he said he never existed. <laughs> Brandon, I, you, you know, friend. All right, that's enough of this conspiracy thing. I'm sorry, man. I didn't mean to back into a corner there. And uh, hey, you know. man, quit apologizing, man. I know. All right, good. I won't apologize. It's, that, it's a bait case, club, and you're wrong. In, in that case, <laughs> let me tell you something. Uh, let me tell you something here. <laughs> I can guarantee you, I can guarantee you yes. that nobody's going to be paying attention to the song you did today. I can guarantee you that. No one's going to be paying attention to what? So, so. The sorry. Oh, the sorries. I know. I know. Listen, I, 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 all right. I'm, uh, you know, I almost apologize for apologizing just now. Did you see that? Whoops. Sorry. So, do you believe in chemtrails? Yeah. What about chemtrails? What do you. What's, <laughs> what are chemtrails? Um, <laughs> I, I, I've read a little bit about it, but I'm not sure. I do know fluoride's terrible. Fluoride, um, right. Well, they uh-huh. shouldn't be adding anything to the water. I agree with you there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This fluoride, fluoride in your toothpaste. Listen, you know. water is water. Why do you got to put stuff in it? Eh? Well, like you're in Flint. What, are you, you my dentist now? I don't use water. Mario doesn't use water. <laughs> Mario hasn't taken a shower never, in five I have a months. big conspiracy never theory about water. Hey, Brandon, Brandon, at your age, who, with the trajectory that's going to happen to you, hopefully a positive trajectory with acting, who is 
your favorite actor besides Denzel? Like, who do you look to as a, sort of a beacon? That's a good question. And yeah. is the earth round or flat? Answer the first question. I mean, oh man, it's always been Denzel for, you know, drama and then Chris Tucker. Um, wow. When it comes to comedy, right. that's my boy. I've always loved Chris Tucker. Fantastic um, performance in the, what, what was that space movie with Bruce Willis? Love his performance. Oh, that's that the Fifth Element. Fifth Element. No, yeah. Fifth Element. No, 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 no. Oh, no, you don't no, like no. that one? Why? Because he acts gay? It's Jackie Brown. <laughs> <laughs> Jay, um, I'm just, I, you know, I'm just touching on, you know, my beliefs, like with Dave Chappelle and, you know, Dave Chappelle was like, you know, in his interview, when he was talking about Blue Street that, you know, they had him put on a dress and they put all black men in dresses. And, right. Uh, in Hollywood, they like to do that. And, um, they did it to Chris Tucker and, and you know, they did it to everybody pretty much. And, uh, yeah. Um, we we know an actor. Um, I'm sorry. We know an actor who says he won't wear a dress. Who's right? that? Who? Mikey Big Time. Oh, <laughs> uh, I was thought you were going to say Robert De Niro. And yeah. I watched Cape Fear the other day, and he totally dressed up like the maid when he killed that dude. It was oh, great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what other projects you got uh, coming up? You got something in the hopper? You got something to plug? We'd love to hear about it. Uh, you know, um. Interesting. Uh, it looks like it's finally going to be coming out soon, I guess. Um, Shot Caller with uh, Nicolas Costuado, um, uh, Amari Hardwick, Don Bernthal, uh, all those guys, the prison film uh, that should come out. It was, that was a tough one for me to uh, project to take on just because... Um, the character gets raped, uh, and your character, uh, yeah. Whoa. And so uh, that was hard for me to do um, mentally and emotionally, right? And uh, just preparing for it. So I'm excited to see it when it comes out. Did you do? Um, you, do you feel like it's hard to do a scene like that? As a, I don't know how you feel inside. But as like a black guy who was in a gang growing up, kind of this tough exterior and, you know, the, the whole like, you know, do you, do you feel a scene like that is tough to do or are you over that? Houston. Oh, no, it was very tough because I always said, man, if I go to jail, if I ever go to jail and, you know, like I just rather die before that happens to me, before yeah. I become somebody's, you know. Mm -hmm. It's situational homosexual. Mm. You know, and so, so you know, that and and just all of the people that, you know, have been raped, you know, that was the reason I, I eventually went around doing it in the end, just hoping that, you know, it would touch somebody's heart and, and somebody could understand, you know. Um, Very well put. And so that was the only reason I had to take me out of it and say, okay, that's right. not Brandon. Are you a method actor? I know when you when Will well, when Will Smith was in that uh, that movie. What was the movie he was in? Um, uh, uh, what was it? Uh, Seven, six Degrees of Separation. Right, yeah. and that was back then. That was a big deal. Like he had to kiss a guy. I think they might have even faded out of the scene or, or something like that. And back then, that was a that was a huge deal. 
and uh, now his son is almost like a like gender, you know, kind of non neutral mm-hmm. and stuff. And and you know, the times have changed. Is what I'm trying to say. I don't know. <laughs> so is it the same thing for you? Like, and and you know, weren't you supposed to kiss Will Smith in Independence Day, but he didn't show up to the sequel or something? <laughs> That's exactly what happened. <laughs> when uh, you when you signed up to Independence Day, was Will Smith signed on to it, and then he backed out? I forget what happened. No, he was never on. He was never on. Okay, yeah. Did you get to meet Jeff Goldblum? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I wish I was there on that day. All green screen. They cut out the rape scene. (laughs) No. Yeah. No. It was actually interesting because I was. um, I didn't think I was going to be able to do that project, and I was almost uh, getting ready to turn it down. Yeah. Um. So they had me scheduled to shoot um, on a certain day, and then they changed the schedule. uh, I guess because they were running behind her. And and so I was already booked and scheduled to shoot on Better Call Saul um, the same day that they changed, they moved their schedule to. Right. And so I was like, well, I can't be at two places at one time. And then um, both productions talked, um, and they made it work for me. Right. Uh, so uh, that was really nice. I do have um, a question for you. I know you're from Texas, and uh, can you please tell my audience, so some of them don't believe, beans. there are no beans <laughs> in Texas chili. Is that correct? That is correct. Yes. yes. Thank you. <laughs> no beans. Why? You can't have beans in Texas chili. Oh, my God. How do you have chili without beans? They throw you right out of the contest down there. Oh, man. You're supposed to have cubed meat, no your, beans. send you right wow. to Oklahoma. Is it hard to find a Texas barbecue place in L.A., like a decent one? Um, I haven't found one here yet. Right. <laughs> do you miss uh-huh. it? Yeah. <laughs> what's your favorite? Yeah. What's the food uh, you miss the most? It's I haven't had be barbecue since Christmas, so. Oh. Um, Terrible. And that's just because I went, well, my mom and stepdad lives in uh, North Carolina, so I went there, and, and he's from Texas, and so, you know, he did uh, 12-hour brisket smoked. Nice. Uh, you know, uh, and it was. You know, it was home. And so going from that to, you know, coming back to L.A., you know, kind yeah. of what do you, what do hard you, to find barbecue. What so do I you, eat a lot of uh, Korean barbecue. Yeah, that's, ah, good. yeah, that's good. We yeah. got a lot of that here, too. Yeah, and we're in a heavily Korean neighborhood, so there's no shortage of Korean barbecue around here. So I guess that's going to have to do. How often do you go home? Um, I don't ever go home, really, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Well, your I mom just called, and she says she wants to see you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, God bless you and your family. I, and you what? I said your mom just called. She wants to see you. She wants to see you. She misses you, and uh, you better go back home. Right. My mom misses me. My well, mom's just coming back from Florida. I barely even talk to them. It's horrible. I feel so terrible. I'm an idiot. I'm yeah, such a I bad know. son. Dope. Life is moving so fast, and everything is so busy, and yeah. you know, trying to go home for every holiday, and mm. you know. Um, guys busy calling and accommodate. Yeah, exactly. Then I still have my son. My son lives in New Mexico. So right. How know, old is your son now? Man, he, was he like four? Three years old. Three, three. Good for oh, you. Good, good for you. you. He's oh. between zero and eight. <laughs> He's between zero and eight on his son. <laughs> we don't want to typecast. Right. We don't want to typecast. He can he can play any role. 
between zero and eight. He's good. Thank you. So, I, you know, God bless your son and your family, and, uh, and thank you so much for calling in. If there's anything else you'd like to plug, where could we find you? Where do people get in touch with Brandon? Where, where could we cast you? Do you have a website? Do you have a... You have a Twitter, obviously. You got the Twitter check mark, check mark there. I saw that must have been a big day. <laughs> yeah, Twitter verified. You know, I'm like, I'm like Twitter verified, but I'm like, how do I get Instagram verified? And then how do I get Facebook verified? And then you know, but um, no, it's great. Um, I'm at Brandon K Hampton on all social media. Um, Snapchat, I'm under Denzel Watch Jr. (laughs) (laughs) Denzel Watch Jr. on Snapchat. Yeah, Brandon's really easy to find on Twitter and Facebook. It's all just Brandon K. Hampton. It's it's the first thing that'll come up if if you type it in, because I've been doing it all day. Hamtron, And uh, I I appreciate you staying on uh, for this long with us, man. I really do. It's very nice of you. I know. I'm like, my gosh, are they going to pay me? Uh, yeah, yeah I can got, you guys. The, the check time. is in the mail. Do you want to play flat, not flat? The Earth. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's been great, man. It's, it's been great. Um, Thanks, man. I know it's tough and to, to be on the phone with uh, seventeen people screaming at you and stuff. And uh, I really appreciate you. No, I I enjoy it. I like I like talking and and you know socializing with people. Nice. Um, I'm not going to apologize. Do Most of the time, I'm a hermit. So, right. you know, it's nice it. to have that dose of... Do you? Do you, stay you know? in, do you stay inside a lot? I stay inside a lot, and if I'm not inside, then I am I'm outside with my girlfriend, <laughs> and if I'm not with my girlfriend, then I'm fishing. So. Fishing? Did you say fishing? Oh, here we go now. Another oh, 20 oh, minutes. What, 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 yep, oh, what, what kind of fish, fish you got out there? What are you going for? What, what are you, you going for this weekend? <laughs> we, banging, we banging some stripers out there or what? Blackfish, you know, sea bass, um, ocean fishing, maybe. No, it, it's limited out here. Yeah. Unless I want to like drive two hours, and and so I usually just go out to Venice Beach and uh and go out on the pier mm. and uh, fish out there, catch mackerel. Right. Um, what do you use it for bait? It's like mackerel uh, all other, day. Other mackerel. Um, what do you use it for bait? And, Squid. Um. I've been using shrimp. Shrimp. Because mm. it's easy and it's not so dirty. Right. And if I have places to go afterwards, I won't have to worry about, you know. Do you keep them? Um, <laughs> do, you keep, do you keep the mackerel or you throw them back? Holy mackerel. Um, I throw them back, but a lot of people eat them. So I usually, you know. Give them away? Give a man a fish nice. so he can have them for a day. Right. <laughs> uh, That's not the way this parable works, man. So- does, it, does a mackerel ever come out of the water and say, Ernesto! <laughs> hey, I know you from Breaking Bad. <laughs> Better call Saul. Sorry, I'm being well, silly. There's a guy who's out there every day, and so I kind of don't like to step on his show, but yeah. he goes by Mackerel Man. And, and he says, <laughs> he's out there every day. If you, come, if you ever come out and you go to Venice, you will see him there, and you'll hear him. Right. He'll go, Macro <laughs> It sounds like a mixture of Tarzan oh, no. and, the, and, the, and the woo-woo guy from the Cubs. I would love to go. Hey, how many rods you got? Because I'm coming out there. We're going fish. Um, I have uh, about four. Four? All right. Well, I only need one. 
<laughs> yeah, no. Right. Yeah, yeah, I know. No, John. Do you set him up? Do you, do you set? Up, are you one of those guys who's like into it? And you put like four rods on the and the on the on the pier. <laughs> no, <laughs> you I know those guys as much as my hands can carry. Right. Mackerel man uh, will have your heart if you put four rods out. Come on. Thank you. I got to let you go. I feel bad that I'm keeping you on here for so long. Thank you. Thank you, Brendan. Brandon. I know I'm supposed to be like cooking dinner. I'm supposed to be having, I'm having date night. Oh, yeah. go take care of that. Well, That's Brandon. Brandon. Listen to Frank Sinatra and drink wine. Nice. I heard you're a fan of the Cabernet Sauvignon. <laughs> I, I I love a good cab, man. I, I, I did, did my research. He's not a cab man. He's a cab man. He loves it. Thank you, Brandon. That's Brandon. <laughs> man, you, what? you you read that, that Reddit, huh? Well, there's not much on you, so I read it all. <laughs> oh. oh, well, I, I just got that Reddit means Reddit. I guess you like you read it. Is that what the, the title so. might be? The angle they might be the angle they're going for. Yeah, the yeah. you know those people on Reddit are crazy. But they, no, that was a good AMA. I thought you did a nice job on that. Oh, yeah, it was a, yeah. you were you were very uh, last thing, very nice. Last thing I get, I I go on the eating binge, get fat, and I become a uh, heel. From Better Call, um, a Breaking Bad. That was the other theory. Oh yeah. So I better start <laughs> eating. Fuel. Yeah. It's, it's a four hundred pound man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that guy's that guy's got an odd shaped head. I'll tell you he's that. A funny stand. Oh yeah, is he? Yeah, he's <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's got a fucking. Look. He also yeah, Laverne. Yeah, Laverne. Uh, yeah, he's funny. And the comedian. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Do I look like I want the big man? Yeah, he's good. Yeah. Uh, thank you very much, Brandon, for calling in, and uh, we'll see Brandon every Monday night at 10 p.m. on AMC. Yeah, continued success. Better I call Saul. No, no, you won't. You guys see me already. I'm done. What do you mean? I'm he, done, man. He got, Breaking he, news. He got, he got uh, fired. What are you talking about? He's done after week four. You didn't get blown up in a car yet? He got fired because of the show. He crashed the car. What do you I'm mean? only in the first three of, of uh, season three. Oh, you're done? Wow! Now you see. Right oh man! Yeah. Well, we're gonna write start <laughs> oh, the start your letter writing campaign right away because right. this is good, this is nonsense. Spin off <laughs> to the spin off. <laughs> I'm gonna man. start an online petition. I just what do you mean you're done? Oh man! That's yeah. hey, you guys. If you guys want to do that, you know, go for it. I'm you doing know? it. I'm man. not gonna stop you. Yeah. What's that, Hector Salamanca? <laughs> <laughs> Thank well, you. good luck in where you go next. Yeah, and don't put me in a wheelchair. I'm good. That doesn't mean you are done for next season yet. It just means you're done for this season. You just no, done. no, just for this season. Oh, that's too bad, man. I'm sorry. So, you know, go. Are you still smoking cigarettes? Cut it out. Smoking dope. What are you talking about? Uh, nothing. <laughs> I think he was what talking. Did you to that? What are you talking about? I think he was talking to me, Brandon. I heard there was a lot of downtime in those sets, really. and you're smoking <laughs> cigarettes like crazy. Anyway, there he is, Brandon K. Hampton. Thank you so much, Brandon. We'd love to have you on again if you're ever back on or anything. I mean, you know, thank you. I, I can't thank you enough for being on this long, and I apologize for taking up yeah. uh, an hour and fifteen yeah, minutes here. Fucking up date night. Sure, any- sure, sure. No, one last thing. Yes, please. I, 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 I feel like I went to the uh, site you sent me to. Um, and I've seen that they go for like three hours sometimes. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sometimes. I was saying to myself, I was like, oh, man, I'll be on here for three hours. So you guys actually, you know, are great. Because y'all are like, oh, we, 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 got, we got to get you off, you know, 
Um, I appreciate it. You I was thinking to... I was going to be here for three hours. No, I'm really? Like, no. We usually cut the interviews hey, to an hour. If you want to, if you want to stay on and listen to the news and play a game, I got to take a break. But you could, if you want to stay on the phone, I don't give a shit. <laughs> Let him have his date. Come on, he's a young man. That macro's not. Go have right, your date. So. Go his eat dinner. His life is ahead of him. And um, you know, we really appreciate it, dude. Good on you. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, Brandon. You. Yeah. 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 Thank you. Thank you guys so much. Thank you, man. Thanks for, uh, you know, thanks for everything. Appreciate it, man. Really do. You're the best. All right. Thanks. There's Brandon K. Hampton. He's from Better Call Saul every Monday night on AMC at 10 p.m. I like how I plug the show and he goes, I'm not on it anymore. Wait a minute. He's... Shouldn't he I still plug the show? That. We shouldn't even know that. I think he's fooling with us. That is a live from the Barrage well, exclusive. That think, information's on IMDb. I think he's messing with us. Is it? Yeah. Well, I yeah. mean, it's it's often. I don't know about this. Who knows? Case, How does IMDb? You tune in to find the out. Series? IMDb can't have it before the it comes out. Yeah, they, they list it by episodes. But usually, they don't list the, so. the whole season. Right. But somebody usually has to do that. So. They don't list the future episodes. Yeah, it's not always up to date. Oh, man. I have heartburn. Oh, God. Oh, man. All right. What do you uh, say we take a break? Yeah. I can't believe we never found out if the Earth is flat or round. Listen, I did have some. I did an observation I wanted to ask him, but maybe you did I did an observation. Have, I, did an ob- I had an observation <laughs> that maybe I could ask you guys. Are you doing me a fright? I observed. If you don't mind yes, entertaining me for eighty seconds, I'll pretend to be Brandon. Basically, I, I see a typecast. I don't oh. know if it's a stereotype within African American roles. All right, All we'll right. be back hey, after no, no, this. No, come on, why? Just stop. Just stop. Why can't I get this point across? Like it is with Mario. I mean, I What's see it because I study the media, and I see, I see. You it study in his, the media. I see it in his character. By the way, the Mets it's, have gone ahead a run. It's eight to seven Mets coming amazing. back from seven to one. Let's go Mets! Back to the dead. Man. Thank you. Anyway, I see an intelligent, quiet African American arch- archetype, whatever it's called. Archetype. I see it. Architect. I saw it in the movie Get Out, and I see it to an extent in Brockmeyer. The young intern's role, and in er- and in Ernesto. Well, Get Out is a black-made movie. You know, what do you yeah, want the guy to be white? No, no. I just see this this archetype of the quiet but intelligent African American who's being manipulated by the by, man by power figures, whether they be white or whatever. And it's I, I see it in three roles that are current. Don't right you now. see in Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul that that most of the people who are in charge are people of color? I'm talking about what I see now with these three roles. The mm-hmm. Breaking Bad, uh, the movie, You don't, you don't know out. where he ends up, though. Well, he doesn't end up anywhere this All season. Right. Well, that's just my observation. Well, that's great. That's I'm glad sense. we took the time out for that. We'll be back. I don't know. Maybe Joe agrees. Hey, here's a guy from Romania. Greg, thanks for listening to the show who sent me a song. I think it rocks, and we'll be back after this with the Ryan game and uh, some kind of robotic news thing. If I could download it, P- Traveling Pete, <clears throat> Joe Hello. Gorlick. Hey. Joe Gorlick is here. Hello. Yeah. For God's sakes, man. Hi. Joe, hi. hi Bob D'Amico. Joe has a great hi, Bob Mayer. voice for radio. There's man. a lot of like cool it. people out. Listening. Uh, Bob's listening. I'm having dinner with James yeah. Lowe tomorrow night. Bob D'Amico took my uh, uh, Ludwig Vistalite floor tom on tour. Nice. That's you're right. Li- hey Bob, give it back. You're listening to ASMR. I actually have a kit to give Bob. With Joe Gorley. Joe and I are gonna have a drum off after this. Right. I, I feel I'm feeling I'm gonna lose, but I think it'll be fun because I'm. I haven't played drums at all. I can't believe I can't believe you didn't ask him if he, if he was ever going to find Bin Laden in the water. You know, you know I don't reel him in. Oh the guy's enough. nice enough to call in. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to clown the guy. We treat our guests with respect here, and uh, I did uh, think I challenged him on uh, the Black Lives Matter and the police. That was good. Things. Listen, here's stuff. the problem when you're twenty something. I don't know what kind of debate club he was in. You don't. You weren't <laughs> around for. I, I mean, you talk about the fifties and sixties. You weren't around. <laughs>
Uh, hey, Joe, you know the band The New Year? Well, I have a brand new New Year for you. Is a Matt, Matt Cadane, who we've had on the show. Another live from the Graduate School. Well, not really. They played it. So here we go with The New Year. Thank you. We'll be back after this.
How the hell did the Mets win that game? My brothers at the game, those are my tickets. Eight to seven. They came back from seven to one. Yeah. Tommy producing the show via text, apparently. How's it going, everybody? That was oh! A, what an interview with Brandy K. Hampton, huh? Let's give a hand for that. Ooh, BK! Yeah. Let's give a hand for the Mets coming back from 7-1 yeah. to, to win 8-7 to seven with box. the worst pitcher in the oh, world pitching ever. If I never see that uh, Rafael Montero again in my life, it'll be too soon. We won? We won? We yeah. won! Take that, Eaton Mursky, you Hit unbeliever! It. I Eight left Paganu hot again because I cannot take. No, every time you see Eight him put time. something up, it's bad. Like I don't oh even look at the score. God, like, oh, yeah, they're down. What is Paganu hot? I think I put you back in the group. Actually, <laughs> do, 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 am I, do I not have a choice? <laughs> I, yeah, I just keep pulling you back in. What is Paganu hot, and how can anybody else get on it? Uh, I I don't know. I made a uh, dumb 
group just uh, I thought it was going to be a like a week long joke uh, between us and it turned into an internet sensation. It's a Mets thing. Anybody yeah. who wants to be beef about the Mets could just join it, right? It's that that site is older than the show. Is it? Wow. Yeah. Begone you hot predates <sighs> live from it. the barrage. I've known you guys too long. Yeah. <laughs> and it's public so everyone can see it. Definitely true. So well, listen, what are we doing next? Are we uh, doing the news or the game? I, I don't see know. you, you wanna... got a brand new toy, Brian. I do. I brought, uh, I, uh, ladies and gentlemen, the buzzer system is back. Nice. And this time it's yeah. wireless. Let's take that call first. Oh, someone's on the horn. Mike and Yonkers, you're on the fan. What's up, Mike? Hey, how you doing there? Uh, so uh, how do you feel about the prospect? I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> Oh, how do I feel about the, the prospect? Is like the Mario it. segment, my last speaker? Yes. Oh, this is Pat Walsh? <laughs> yeah, that's correct. Hey, what's Quiet up? down over there. Oh, i got to turn your mic off. Hey, <laughs> sorry, you keep getting mad at me, Mario, but you scream into the microphone. You're annoying as hell. Sorry. I love you. He's trying to tape something on the people, wall. People, before you even started talking, told me to tell you, turn your mic off. How you doing, Pat? You know, go fuck I'm doing very well. How are you getting on? <laughs> hey. I'm, do, I'm doing well. Go fuck yourself. I'm how are, the, how are the acoustics on this phone call? That was a great interview, by the way. Oh, thanks, that man. I, you know, that I accidentally called into because all of my devices are saying it's a different time. Oh, yeah. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, 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 I didn't know who it was. If, if I had known it was you, I'd have, I would have passed you in. Okay, exactly. Yeah, patch me in. <laughs> yeah, we're in the middle of an interview. Patrick, what do you have to say? I don't know. How the acoustics on this call? I would have totally put you in. Uh, <laughs> it's all good. So What's popping, yo? Nothing much. You have you have carte blanche. Um, what do you do? <laughs> You're in Chicago. What's going on? I'm in Chicago. I'm, in, I'm, I'm sitting on the floor in B right now. Are you anywhere near Tommy, Tommy Rockstar? And you, can you tell him to not text me anymore? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe there's Wi-Fi in the plane. Yeah. <laughs> he's on his way back now, right? Uh, he's, yeah, he's exactly. Catching, he's <laughs> catching. A, he's, I catch on quick. Niggling producer in the air. Yeah, he's right. he's catching. He's catching a plane now, and he's texting me that he's texting me his problems that he had <laughs> while he. I said, listen. He's like, did you download the thing I sent you? Yeah, I'm like, it's late because he doesn't understand. He thinks I come out here like 15 minutes before the show, and so I'm out here three hours before the show, getting everything ready. I, I sat, you're all busy. I'm all busy. <laughs> He's telling the pilot right now, you need yeah. to drop me off in Flushing. He's I'm paying for data. <laughs> <laughs> promoting the show yeah, on... Yeah, get out right here, bro. Promoting yeah. the show on Instagram and Twitter from the pizza place at Penn Station on the train. <laughs> I get home. I get a, Now I get to clean the tub for Paul Graziano because apparently everyone has going to look in the tub tomorrow when they meet Paul. What? I don't know. There's Paul's. There's a meet and greet here. Four people are going to show up. One of them's not going to be me. I can tell you that. <laughs> Jared Avella dropped out of the race. I heard yeah. that. Yeah, my friend at work told me that today. Yeah. Take it in. Mm-hmm. Avella is not uh, getting the amount of funds that he needs. So Paul's still in the race to lose. And, uh, you know, he's coming here tomorrow. <laughs> Everyone's going to glad hand with him. And, uh, yeah, oh, by the way, vote Graziano. Just don't, uh, you know, you know, this whole thing with my house is driving me nuts. So, anyways, vote he, pony. Did you get a? Did you get? Did you go to Trader Joe's and get a whole bunch of fucking three buck Chuck? Yeah, I got a bunch <laughs> of three buck Chuck. Some, I didn't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing anything for this Paul Graziano. Bacon rat dates. You know why? Because no one fucking asked me if it was okay. They yeah. just. They, <laughs> you still wound up. Let's about just that, watch. Huh? Let's I am. Just watch baseball tomorrow just, afternoon. Just John. like Mario does, he bypasses me and calls my wife, which is what Paul I did don't to know me. About that, because if I'm talking into a mic, I can't even. Eat. Oh, here he is. <laughs> I will be at your house eating your food and canoodling with your wife. That's and why Paul you're, sh- you're only showing up because it's free food. But you have to cut a check, though. That's. I'll give half or whatever the expected amount is. <laughs> 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 then you get you get a ha- ha- you get a half a glass of wine. You fuck. Yeah. I'll take exactly. double and give with Mario. Half. Everything is a suggestion. <laughs> donation. <laughs>
<laughs> uh, Pat, what are you doing out there in Chicago? You're recording? Uh, I am recording. How's it going? Are you guys done, uh, or you have another uh, day? Or... Uh, yeah, we got another day, and uh, yeah, we seem to be all up to speed. Everything's going very well, as we all know. Uh, Steve is uh, pretty good at what he does. Steve Albini? Things... Yeah, 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 that dude. Yeah, man. No, Steve, Steve Meyer. <laughs> Steve Albini, he's pretty good. He likes to record. Joe, Joe Gorlick, you ever record mm. with Steve Albini? Not yet. Really? I'm I have a lot of friends that have, but you're, I have In the amount of bands you're in, that you never uh, cross no. paths in the recording world. When, when you record yeah, with Steve yeah. Albini... Okay. He's, uh, he's, getting, he's getting pretty good. When you're recording with him, though, you, you know you're going for one sound, right? For that sound, right? That Albini oh, sound. Dude. Well, not really. No? It's a room with microphones in it. Pretty much can go either way. I need oh, the goat drums. It always sound very slapback to me, that that room, you know? Right. Mm, yeah, it depends. There's a, yeah, A is a bit more uh, a bit more tightened up and controlled. B is the, uh, as, as Steve calls it, the thuggish sound. Thuggish? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Joe, do you, you, are you not a fan of the uh, drum sounds on no, the Albini No, I love records? it. Oh, oh my God. Like, no, yeah. amazing. Everything from Jawbreaker to Shellac, it all sounds incredible. Right? Speaking of drum, yeah, well, gonna, well, well, I'll tell you what, you're going to lose your fandom when you hear me playing tough. You're like, I thought this guy was good. You're, you're, um, our friend Ross um, wrote a bunch of songs, and he went out to uh, record with Steve, and he uh, you know, enlisted uh, Pat and Dan to play with them, and I think the original plan was to have Dan play drums, but then Dan had work, so uh, Pat actually was doing double duty, pulling the bass and the drums. If I, is that correct? I think I'm right. That is correct. Wow. So how'd you how'd you record? Because usually Steve, uh, you're doing the live thing. Did you have to sit there and record the drums first? I'll do it live. We yeah. went we went uh, we went full Pixies. Ross played acoustic guitar and I played tubs. Oh, okay, right. Scratch track from the room, and then yeah, and then, we, and then we went back, and I did the bass, and and Ross did guitars and everything. Yeah, it's coming, it's coming together. It's it sounds good. I'm pleasantly uh, surprised. Nice, nice, good. Glad to hear. Yeah. When are you coming back? Uh, Sunday. What are you bringing me? Uh, what do you want? <laughs> you want some of that Malort? That horrible <laughs> shit that they drink here? Absolutely. Cut the crap, just bring cigarettes. <laughs> Chicago's running prank Merlot. <laughs> no, yeah, do they got any ZD out there? The cigarettes are just as expensive. Probably a dollar less. Well, it's Chicago? not worth it. Yeah, they're yeah, really, yeah. really yeah. expensive. Yeah. They're it's a like, northern metropolitan city. They don't. Like, I saw pictures of you hanging out with Stephen Soli, uh, Tommy Rockstar. What a crew. Melissa Spaulding, who's been on the show twice. Yeah. Ooh, that is correct. Special <laughs> guest Melissa Spaulding turned up. Right. Right. Ryan just went, It's a surprise. That was me. Pete Smitten. I have a message from Tommy. <laughs> I have a message from He says, uh, if you leave, I leave. You're losing us both, buddy. Wow. Package deal. Jesus Christ. Christmas came fucking early. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? So oh, I, I got man. Pat on the phone. Both of you guys are out. This radio show is much like my marriage. It sucks like crazy, but I'll never leave it. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you're saying blowjobs it's only? all blowjobs. <laughs> By the way, Just when keep I, blowing me, baby. That's like, that's John, like the I mean opposite you, of my marriage. <laughs> it sucked like crazy, and I got the fuck out. 30 years you know what? I was thinking about this at work today, Mario. When you said that uh, I was talking about, about my marriage, and we had a private conversation. Private. Now, we're on the radio now. Yeah, I you got it? I want to go with this. A private conversation. I don't want to go anywhere, but you, you were like, oh, it was great. I went home and told my wife that we have the same problems you have. And I'm th I didn't think much of it at the time. And I'm at work today, like, steaming, like, you know, 
That was a private conversation. Wait a minute. Was it yeah. private when you and your wife were yelling at me, at each other in front of me? Yes. I, I got to see the full picture Behind here. the curtain. I'm going back to get so, some equal and then time you, with and, my wife. And then you went and told your wife what happened? And then what, you know, you told her about my problems? I He's a rat. told her that <laughs> are not unique to the world. Family part rats. Everybody has these problems. Even the dream team that is John uh, and Colette. You're, 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 you big mouth. You, you, what does your wife know you about me? You just told the whole radio audience. Too much. You stepped into yeah. that mic. Uh, hey, Pat, I'm using, Pat, I'm using your mic tonight. By the, way, by the way, the guy. No um, this Ryan. Yeah, you're allowed. Just one yeah. second relic isn't on it. <laughs> I don't know what I've got. Hector Salamancas? <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I'm teasing you, Joe. You're doing a great job. Oh, Joe's a I'm voice for fairly right incoherent most of the night, actually. <laughs> hey, Especially to Ernesto. Ernesto. Yeah, okay, I'm sorry. You stink. <laughs> <laughs> it's not your fault Terrible. you didn't understand them. <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say. Ernie Mackerel. Yeah. <laughs> <Macru>. <laughs> I have to say that was a totally delicious that's why, interview. That's why delicious. you called in. Did you say Bernie Mackerel? That got good. Kick it! I ask him. 30 mackerel is my favorite, blah, blah, blah. All right, uh, you want me to do the news? I can pull up Yahoo here if you want. All right, here's Pat with the news. <laughs> Let's piss off right, Tommy even more. I got one to my phone here. Let's see what's happening. For up to the minute, late breaking nationwide news coverage, turn on your TV. To listen to a bunch of drunken buffoons goof on shit, listen to Live from the Barrage every Friday at 8 p.m. on Livestream.com. You're supposed to be a news guy. Where are you getting your fucking That's our research. You, you hit the post, John. Thank you. Bingo. Okay, I'm here with the news. Right. The news. It's Pat with the news. Yeah, you ready? Uh, today in Florida, a man said, uh, today you were you. <laughs> oh. you were than so. There's no one alive guy. who was you than you. Thank you. Running a gym. Running a gym? Wait, you need to work out or something? That's the news. I come on the news for two seconds. I do actually have news. Let me try this. You want to stay on the line, Pat? I do, yeah. All right, let me try this news. Pat, by the way, your phone connection is fantastic. Thank you very much. That's the Albini sound. <laughs> Brandon, I, got a, I got a Royer 121 on my. Uh, <laughs> What's the spacing on that? How far away from the phone is the microphone? <laughs> well, I can't blow into it because it's a ribbon. So <laughs> I'm not even going to look at my text. I think Tommy's like blowing up my phone. No, he's all right. Right. Let me try this. Yeah, here's, yeah. Here's, I, can't, I, I can't do any wind jokes. Here we go. Sight unseen. Here's the TRN. <laughs> Tommy Rockstar TRNN. In in absence, in absentia, uh, bot star news. Coming in absentia, how do you say that? Absentia. In absentia. In absentia. Absentia. It's Latin, you dingus. Absentia is where I uh, where the uh, the Hunger Games took place or something. Right? Absentia is my favorite uh, Pantera record. Right, here we go with the Tommy bot star news. Let's see if I can pull this off. Tommy Rockstar oh, is God. on assignment in Chicago tonight and will return next week. <laughs> I'm Tommy Botstar and this is news. It's Tommy with the news. As thousands of jubilant sci-fi nerds celebrated the cult classic film, Star Wars, around the country on May the 4th, others were up no good. Mm. 
a student dressed as a stormtrooper for Star Wars Day prompted the evacuation of a Wisconsin high school after a frightened parent saw the costume figure entering the facility. Anybody getting any of this? Yes. I love radio. Yes. How come none of you interrupt robot, Tommy? You interrupt human, Tommy. Police in Ashlock, Kentucky, a sleepy hamlet near Green Bay's. LPRN that the skittish parents saw the student going through a back door on Thursday wearing white body armor and a white helmet. <laughs> By the way, this goes on for two hours. Police yes. Captain, I'm ready. Is it odd that it sounds less robotic than Tommy? Right thing, I'm given in. the suspicious <laughs> situation, adding that any perceived threat can be taken lightly. School officials say they will re-emphasize the district's no-costume policy, but that hasn't stopped fans who adopted the date May 4th as... How can you have a no-costume policy at, at Star Wars? Someone's mm. I'm saying we fire Tommy and we hire this robot because he's electric. That robot man respect. Nobody interrupted him once. Star Wars Day, because <laughs> May the 4th is a play on the oft-repeated Star Wars phrase. Yes, May the 4th be with you. <laughs> Thank you, Tommy. This is the this is the dumbest droid ever. <laughs> Can I ask what so? You having fun? <laughs> rolling around? Running around? Rolling around? Rolling around? Up there in space? Why don't you go to Tatooine? Stop bothering. <laughs> <laughs> go live in Hoth. Let's go live on Hoth in the in the snow in the mountains. Why don't you get in the back of an X-wing and get blown up? <laughs> Why don't you go cut open a tauntaun? Hello, ice cream. Go fly a Y-wing. <laughs> go, go, go sleep. Having fun in there, running around. I heard you sleeping at tauntaun. Going, is the truck loaded? <laughs> <laughs> Tell your uncle Owen. <laughs> Why don't you go up to Hoff and milk a tauntaun? <laughs> he looks Darth Vader up and down. Problem with the luggage? Moving on. May the fourth be with you, Tommy. I Rockstar. guess you can call it a kidnapping. Haha. What? When police in St. Paul, Minnesota searched a Yukon Denali that crashed on Friday <laughs> following a police chase, the officers found an unlikely victim in the cargo area, a long haired Billy Goat. What was that victim's name? After four people fled the abandoned vehicle, police found Gordy the goat lying down with an orange electric cord around his neck. Law officers said... You, you notice, notice, notice he's, he's putting pauses in for us to goof. Gordy the goat had been abducted from a herd of goats that had been rented by the St. Paul Parks and Recreation Department. <laughs> <laughs> Their job? To eat invasive plants along the Mississippi River. According to... <laughs> this robot, is this robot Italian? Pause for applause. I think I'm having a stroke. <laughs> He's from Minnesota, eh? Pete's having a stroke. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. This Kraftwerk record It sucks. smells like nickels and everything <laughs> this sounds funny. This is the worst Kraftwerk record ever. Terrible. Lieutenant Police Chief Hank Popper This was the department's first oh, right. known case of goat thieving. Mr. Poppercore told TRN in a phone interview on Friday that the motive is still a mystery, only adding, I wish I knew what the hell was going on. I, I don't think I could take it. I, I think this is Tommy's dad. <laughs> I want Siri to sound like this. <laughs> Tommy got his dad to, to do the news. credit, the Parks and Recs Department was only three days into its wacky gold experiment when the theft occurred. Is this a different story? Lieutenant Popper said two 29-year-old men were arrested on potential charges of gross misdemeanor theft and fleeing a billy goat at the scene of a crime. What the acid's kicking in. What have I done to deserve this? <laughs> the acid's kicking I never in. thought I'd say this. This is worse than Tommy's news. Like, I've done a lot of bad shit in my life. <laughs> 
But I mean, do I deserve this? It's purgatory. All right. Well, I don't think so. Let's get that guy oh. back on uh, who talked about how 9 11 is an inside job. <laughs> mm. I like that. But it's almost like he was on the road, so he had more downtime so he could bore us more. I think his name was Mr. 9 11. He's the guy. Big boys. <laughs> <laughs> a man. <laughs> what you the man is named. <laughs> his personality resonates when he's here with us. Right. It doesn't translate into a robot. Well, you know, no, it Tommy's does. You, what Tommy has to do with the robot is make it more coherent. Jazz it's, it up. Hard, it's hard to hear what the yeah. hell is going on. My robot, of course, is very co- coherent, and here he is. John Hooligan is God. 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 All worship him. John Hooligan is God. So talented. So handsome. John Hooligan is God. Help. Fuck you, Dave Harrison. That's the voice box from Hooligan's real doll. What else is in the news? Welcome to the jungle. We've got fun and games. We got everything you want, honey. We know the names. We are the people that can find whatever you may need if you got the money. Honey, we got your disease. <laughs> in the jungle, yes. welcome to the jungle. Watch it bring you to your knees. Knees, I want to watch yes. you bleed. <laughs> he has better flow than uh, Axel Rose. <laughs> Moco here. Let's see what else. What else in the news, Tommy Botstar? While Gordy was returned unharmed to the park, some of his crew escaped through a fence and were rounded up safely. This is an actual station ID from Stephen Hawking, by the way, that Tommy got at the airport. <laughs> he bet him he ran into him at the airport. Before he left his wife. <laughs> He literally ran into him. They were both Tommy in we- was in a cart, too. They were both in wheelchairs on the way to the Yankee game. <laughs> According to officials, <laughs> got the ADA they wanted to get bumped up. In our next story, hijinks were abound in the Keystone State this Friday when a bungling Pennsylvania man trying to scare away a pack of wild opossums accidentally set fire to his own home after the quick-footed creatures gave the man the slip. Okay, I think I got this, right? <laughs> Fuck out of here. So I th- hijinks were abound in the Look, Keystone State. This is what I think happened, right? So in Pennsylvania, we all know it's the Keystone State, right? There were, um, uh, what is it, a platypus a set a house on fire. <laughs> Family of possums, John. A family of possums, right? Oh, possum. Yeah, they're crafty. Either or. The only marsupi ooh in North America. Marsupi ooh. Well done. Reports to TRN said the Blaze Lancaster began when a man used butane to light. I would like to apologize to our audience tuning in for the Brandon K. Hampton interview for the first time at this show. And just you, you can apologize to me too while you're at it. Yeah, sorry. You want to stay on the line? Oh, Look at it. You want to stay on the line? Hey, Pat, you want to sit in for the news? Hi, Pat. Is it your Uber coming? Sorry, guys. Gotta go. Pat's calling an Uber from Chicago. Take me to one side. What the hell is Sonus? Somebody help me. And now. From a barrage in Queens, New York, it's time to play the Ryan Game, where we expose these smartasses to the dumbasses they really are. Oh my God! Let's move on with the game. All right, good, good try, Tommy. This is uh, just horrible and uh, did not work. Let's play the Ryan Game. I'm hijacking the news. I like it. You know, yeah. no one can understand what he's saying. It was great. I, I yeah, miss but. Tommy. He's always a supportive soul. Right. I thought it was funny. Thank you, Brad. We, we, we will all need your opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you know, whatever. All right. I gotta, I gotta take everything in the chat box seriously. Yes. It's gonna ruin my show. What's in the game, Ryan? All right. I'm gonna. Well, in oh. in in the interest of not ruining your show, I'm gonna get off the phone soon. I have to wrangle with me as well. You're doing a great job. Well, I miss you too. Well, thanks, Pat. B. 
Hey, man, uh, good luck out there recording with um, Steve Albini and uh, Ross, and have a good time, and uh, uh, safe travels, and uh, get get home soon, brother. Yeah. All right, sounds good. Miss all you dudes. We as miss much you. As I like to clown all you motherfuckers. Miss you, too. Yeah. You are a rock and roll god to me, Pat, Pat Walsh. <laughs> <laughs> Mario says you're a rock and roll god. Good luck, Pat. Thanks, man. I know, and I, and I, and I take it back. I don't miss Mario. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> hey, Pat, what do you think about 9-11? <laughs> inside 9-11, job. inside job. Right, inside mm-hmm. job. Earth, uh, flat, not flat, the earth. <laughs> flat, not flat? <laughs> yeah. Oh, the earth, definitely not flat. Not uh, flat? Jet, uh, jet fuel uh, cannot melt uh, beams. Uh, I don't know what else. Right. North uh, American solo. conspiracy theories. Yeah, that's well, right. Everybody. Fluoride in the water. <laughs> Did I accidentally call into InfoWars? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, if people could control the weather, I wouldn't have had a huge leak down in my job today. Tell fucking- yeah, I saw that, and you know what? It, like, I saw that. Uh, believe it or not, actually, uh, Greg Norman, who works in the building here, showed me that video. He's like, "Look what's happening to John's job." I'm yeah. like, "Oh, looks like he's got a day's work in front of him." Yeah, I bet. And you- then, uh, I think that was an inside job too. I bet you had a big smile. <laughs> Every, everyone's so making good. Listen, the, my brother Mike, who never likes anything about the show, never shares anything, never says a supportive word, comes in to break my balls, and and goes. Yeah. Uh, Hey, why don't you stop filming it and go fix it? You know what, Mike? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I'm so mad at you for yeah. that. You know, you, you, yeah, you know he, he's busy fucking uh, he's kicking a bird around, and he's going to tell me what to do. <laughs> guy's never had a real job in his life. The man loves pelicans. <laughs> yeah, go you fucking hatch an egg and leave me alone. Fuck out of here. Stop bothering me. Why don't you, why don't you, why don't you work busy. a zoo? Oh, sorry, you already are. <laughs> Why don't you work a zoo and stop bothering people? How about you work a zoo and stop bothering people? He forgot the stop bothering people part. He he, <laughs> the work a zoo part. He's got down fucking pat. Son of a he's bitch. Got that Break my balls. You guys, an <laughs> unsupportive prick. You think my wife would like? <laughs> you think my wife would like the uh, my status about uh, Better Call Saul? No. You think my brother would? No. Mario. No. Nobody supports me. Oh, I support you, John. Thank you, Mario. You do. You know, what the fuck am I doing here? We're like a gang. Do you know what Sonus is? Guy comes in to break my balls. We're in the debate club gang. Why don't you stop filming it? I filmed two seconds of it, and the rest of the day, my socks are still wet, motherfucker. (laughs) Sweeping that shit up into a drain that won't take it. Why didn't you check this out? Frankly, I was alarmed by that because Greg Greg showed me the video. Today, he's like, hey, look what Hulahan just posted. I'm like, oh, fuck. And then I just happened to be on Reddit, and I was like, uh, yeah, it turns out uh, Lexan 59th is closed. I'm like, is the entire place flooding? Like, does that mean like my house is flooding and the bar yep. is flooding oh, and everything no. else is flooding? You didn't put the sandbags I, I out? Could, I couldn't believe it. The base, I came home, I, I, I expected my entire basement to be ruined. There wasn't a drop of water. I don't know how it happened. As go. soon as I walked out of work, there's fire trucks blocking the entire street. The whole Broadway is on fire. I go, oh, what next? Yeah. yeah. What are they going to do? Oh, it's, come on, you have enough water already, fire department. The water touched the electric and the steam. Calm it was down, like this smoke everywhere. Down. I will not calm down. Remember ASMR. What's his? <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> yes, calm down. This is uh, Joe Gorlick. Come on, John. Get the is meditation app. Candyblog.com. Don't worry about the water. What's Walking the name of that blog? Breathe. Miss Candy Block. Miss, um, Miss Candy Block. Align your chakra. I'm going to uh, your chocolate. Eat some uh, chocolate chakra. Chick fil A right now. Listen to my chewing sound. I, I, you know how people like all pissed off about chewing sounds? I was listening. I, I, I never really. Didn't take that. I never really heard it before, like chewing sounds and stuff. So I go, all right. I'll, you know what? Tonight at dinner, I'm going to listen to my kids chew. Lucky you. I don't. Uh, it doesn't annoy me. With I, their I, mouth open? 
No, no. I would get hit for that. No, like, I no, being no. Like, Nobody chews their mouth open in my day. Yeah, oh, oh yeah, God. that was not a good No, look. I don't no. slap my kids. My wife w- wants to leave me because I chew loudly. Oh, you chew. You chew. I, I only have half my even, teeth. You, you don't even chew. Loudly. You swallow everything whole and you have food all over the corners of your mouth. Oh, like man. a duck. <laughs> I only have half my teeth. I've got to get this fixed. I'm falling apart. You know, if you took a shower once while this food would be on the corner of I don't Me know and Ernesto know about water and fluoride. I'm not touching that shit. <laughs> Anyways, all that's teeth. enough of my problems. Yeah, let's play a game. Let's play the Ryan game. I'm so mad now. Yeah, all right. I'm going to let you guys enjoy the game. I'll check you all later. Cool. All right. Thanks, Pat. Later, man. Bye, Pat. Ryan, right, I'm keeping Bye. the uh, track on the big board here. Would you mind doing that? It'll be Pat pretty Walsh. simple. I will. I will. Uh, Thank you, Mario. Mario. I have a question, though. What is Sonus? Sonus. S O N S O N O S. It's that speaker thing, right? It's the, yeah. It's the All right. Shout out system. to Noin. Esquire, Emil Sanchez, listening to us on Sonus. What's uh, that Sonus. platform? I don't, I don't know. know, but we're on every platform. We're on like Stitcher. We're on everything that you can I'm listen on to it Sonus. on. Well, let's I don't not, know what that is, but I can't believe you, we're on that. I'm going to win this game. What do you call that, Mario, That uh, the satellite radio? What do you call it? There's no such thing as satellites. There's no such thing as satellite. It's the internet. No, but what's the name of the uh, radio company? That you listen to the radio on, that you have in your car and stuff. You want to put Howard on? What do you listen to? I I don't have Cyrus. I have Cyrus. XM. I don't have Cyrus. I have XM. Cyrus, right. Isn't XM and Sirius the same? Sirius. Sirius. Cyrus. 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 He's like, he he leaves me voicemails. He's like, I was listening on to the Cyrus, Captain. (laughs) The Cyrus app. Cyrus, play me some Tom Petty. Do you know why it's called? (laughs) It's a full moon fever. (laughs) Cyrus, play me full moon fever. Have you heard, uh, like, do you know what what uh, Sirius is named after? I just found out what Reddit means. Close enough. Yeah. It's a star, anyway. Yeah, it's, it's the dog. Oh, Sirius, the star. Joe right? will tell you. What it's is the constellation. It's the dog star. Dog star, right. Is that yeah. like the brightest star in the sky? Like probably. Keanu Reeves, man. Alpha Centauri. <laughs> Keanu Reeves, Dog man, star. Yeah. Dog star, man. man. Unlike yeah. Keanu Reeves, man, it's the brightest star in the sky. It's far right. out, dude. Obviously not the brightest. <laughs> all right. Sorry, Ryan. We got a... Uh, let's all go. Right. Everybody got, have a... All right. We're going to play a game. Plenty of time. One of these egg things. We got a half hour to go, right? Everybody has an egg. Okay. Well, I'll explain, Mario. When does tuna can come on? Uh, 90 minutes after our <laughs> We're going to play a game called Fuck Jeopardy. So basically, stick around for tuna can. Basically, around, it's, it's Jeopardy, so. but you don't have to phrase it in the form of a question. You There's a just, board just, here Just answer the it, you know. I'll be lenient. Very lenient. i to get my Jeopardy So uh, let's go over our contestants from my left to right. We have John is on the purple buzzer. Let's call it uh, Feperty because I don't want to get sued. Feperty. Uh, on the blue buzzer is Mario. All right. And on the... Uh, Green buzzer, we got Pete. Hey, and on the yellow buzzer, we got Joe. Yep. So, uh, can we our, get a, a test? Can we test these? In? I, I did already, um, but you can do that if you want. Uh, I didn't turn it on yet. Oh, okay. Ryan, I like my listen, I just okay. for the audience, Ryan has a brand new buzzer system, a wireless buzzer wireless. system. This yeah. was just great. Wow. Think about the thank you, Ryan, for, made this. for just, buying this. It just recently came out. I've been waiting for this the whole like five <laughs> years of the show. This wow. is my dream. Pat in the chat right box here. saying he thinks Ross just beat him out of twenty dollars on a pizza. Uh, <laughs> sounds uh, about right. Yeah. By the way, I'm drinking Jameson with Red Bull, and it's better than the Brainiac. And it's Chicago pizza. Where'd you no get less. that Jameson, by the way? That tastes like Malort. From the host and my. You're welcome. My, I, my yeah. partner in. Uh, Don't be mad at me. I love you. You're okay. just annoying as fuck. And it comes you back just keep to interrupting me. the show while I'm trying to explain. No, what no, no. The categories are because everybody gym. wants to know what the categories are. Yes, we do. Uh, we have six categories tonight. We have artists by album. We have TV show by Catchphrase. Marky Moon. Oh, it's the interrupter. Ah, it's the interrupter. Are you here to 
Name Jeopardy categories. And are you going to try and subvert your show until it's ruined? Because your life is turning into (laughs) a pile of shit. And with that in mind, after this, you're going to go to divorce court. (laughs) Because you need to meet with (laughs) Wapner. It's hard to be the interrupter, John. It's an art. You just don't become the interrupter. (laughs) Carrying on, we have. Thank you, Brian Stack. Brian Stack, great comedian. Sports nicknames. Ooh. Uh, war stories. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Where, Can I say the next ma- one? Go ahead. Mario's art class. Mario's art class. Oh, I'm gonna What's the next category? Them. And best, best director. director Oscar Nons. Yes. <laughs> the interrupter. <laughs> so, John, you go first. How about that? Wait, I, can't, I have to go second. I'm the interrupter. <laughs> Just pick it. All right, I'll go first. I will take, um, let's see. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Uh, you know what? I yeah, let me go sports nicknames for a hundred or a point for one. For one. one, yeah, that's the other for thing one. too. We're not going with hundreds. You get like a dollar and two dollars. I'll take uh, no. sports nicknames for just, one, just to make the math the easy. Ryan, uh, for one sports nicknames, the great one. This is not John. Working. Yes, it did. Uh, Wayne Gretzky. Wayne Gretzky is correct. Oh, I was going to say Babe Ruth. I was going to Babe Ruth. Me too. I rethought it. Now, Mario, put a J in that uh, Thank box Thank you. Right Wayne there. Gretzky oh, no, is the great one. Short. Number 99. Nope. Also known yeah, as no, the, no, that's right. yeah, the Galloping good. Ghost. The Galloping Ghost. hundred. Who scores 100 goals in a season? Nobody. Uh, <clears throat> I know. I will continue. Let's wait, go sports. Wait, wait. What? I didn't think my buzzer worked. As I pressed it, and nothing happened. Because right I, I buzzed yeah. in first. You're in. Yeah. You're right. in. We're good. It's all We're good. working. I got to say, I got to make it click. I got to make it click. I, sp- right. I spent some time on Sports that. nicknames for two for, points, Ryan. For two points, the Iron Horse, John. The Iron Horse is Lou Gehrig. Lou Gehrig is oh, correct. He's killing it. He's running the category. Because he stole it. All right. You reset. Right. You have to reset. Yep, I'm reset already. All right. So, John, go ahead. Pick I will, uh, let's, let's go. Let's keep going. Going down the line for three points. The Golden Bear. John. Golden Bear is Jack Nicholas. Shoo. Wow. Jack Nicholas is correct. Damn. I was going to say Rosie Greer. Thank you. Let's keep going, Ryan. Let's let's keep going on the four points. The Glove. John. The Glove is Gary Payton. Gary Patron. Yeah, yeah. Gary Patron is correct. <laughs> Sports nicknames is my category. Give me Going for the sweep of the category. I'm so good at this, Mario can't even keep up. All right. It works, Mario. Let's sweep it. Let's sweep it. He's just beating you. It's going to get tough. Listen, I just want you to know, there's a delay between the time it takes for this to flash and when you hit the button. Yes, I noticed that. It's like Jeopardy. But it's accurate. All right. Going for the sweep here. Sweetness. Mario. Sweetness. Three. Stop buttoning. Two. The sweetness would be... Time's up. Rob, uh, the boxer. Green. Uh, Walter Robin. Payton. C- Walter, correct. Walter, Walter Patron is correct. Please Patron. answer in the form of a Tron. And I'm up with that one. I just tried to stop you anyway. He's possible. up with just one. So they call me a, sweetness, and I like to dance. Uh, Running the ball is like five. making romance. We had to go since training camp to give Chicago the Super Bowl champ. <laughs> We're not here to cause no trouble. <laughs> We're just, just here for the Super Bowl shuffle. Well, my name is the fridge. I know. Sorry. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, I like ahead. to store cold things. Pick your category. Let's do albums for two. Albums for two. Soul Revolution Exodus. Mario. Bob Marley. Bob Marley's The correct. revolution thing got me. Yes. I like, yes. Really? Nice Can you be job, more specific? Mario. He's got it. And the whalers. Right. I like how Mario goes, my buzzer isn't working on the glove. Like, he knows who the fuck Gary Payton is. 
I've He's just seeing if it worked. Of the super science. Go ahead, Mario. Pick something. I will go with my art class for four points. Ooh, art heavy. class for four Two points. Two paintings in a row there, by the way. Uh, in this category, I'm going to tell you the name of the painting, and you say who painted it, by the way. Peyton. All right. Ameri- the name? American Gothic. Green. That's uh, Pete. Yeah, I'm spacing. Ah, oh, fuck. Three. Done. No, two. I don't know. One. Oh, he just knocked over his whiskey. <laughs> go ahead, go Mario. Ahead, Mario. Grant Wood. Grant ah, right. Grant Wood uh, paints American Gothic. That's the guy with the pitchfork and his annoying one. It's his daughter, actually. Is it? Yeah. Is Joe still here? Yeah, I'm here. He's looking. <laughs> I don't think my buzzer's working. He's looking buzzing. at. He's looking at the uh, the uh, audience, and she's looking off to the left. I can't believe you had Mario's art class here. Ha <laughs> ha! All right, next. Uh, Listen, I know nothing about directors. Go ahead, pick the category, <laughs> Mario. My class for five points. Oh, yes. going heavy. Arrangement in gray and black. The artist's mm. mother. Mm. Green. That's uh, Pete. Whistler's mother. Whistler is correct. Wow. You stole it from me. James, Pete is a very job, Pete. James cultured Mc- man. James oh, right. McNeil Whistler. James who? James, James McNeil Whistler. Nice right. job, Pete. Right. Traveling, Pete. Keep it going. Heavy. Let's go albums for five. No, albums gonna, for I'm five. buzzing in no matter what. <laughs> Come on, Joe. Young, gifted in black. Lady Soul. Mario. Young, gifted, and black, and Lady Soul. I would say uh, KRS One. Three, two, one. Year. Nope, that's not correct. Uh, Joe. Oh, I just had it and I just forgot it. Hang on. Young, gifted, and black, uh, Lady Soul. Thank you. It's my first belt of the evening. Not know this. Two different, two different albums. Right. Bob getting Three, the whistle. Two, by the way, too. one. Uh, Sorry, uh, uh, Tupac. Oh, forget it. Uh, you can't post back in. Am I in? Can I lose oh, money I here? On that one. Oh. Go ahead, John. No, because uh, you buzzed in and you didn't get it. On this one? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. I know what it is. Oh, no, maybe. I don't know. I not know you that. did not oh, buzz in. I'm going to say nah. Oh, I, just I, I called the category. I didn't oh, buzz sorry. in. Though. I'll go with Johnny. Go for it. Oh, that was, it was Mario. Am I right? I'm sorry. It was Mario. Uh, you did not buzz. No, go ahead, yeah. Pete. Donnie Hathaway? No. Oh. <laughs> I'm just going to guess now. John for the steal. I can't lose money, right? Right, right. No, there's no losing money in this either. That's why it's fuck Jeopardy. I love it. Fuck Jeopardy. Go ahead, John. No, uh, nasty nose on the hook. No, the answer is Aretha Franklin. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Put an X there. Nobody got it. 500. Oh, that 500. Was dumb. Fiber. Yeah. That, was a that was really dumb. All right, uh, you get to uh, pick another category, Pete. All right, do, let's do directors for one. Directors for one. Mm. For one dollar. Best director, Oscar nods. Uh, oh. Sorry. Uh, Catherine Bigelow beat out her ex husband, James Cameron, for this feature about the Iraq War. Iraq. Um, the Hurt Locker. Yes. Right. Wow. Did you know the answer? Oh, you just hope you knew. You stole it's I can't lose any points, and it's directors for one. I got a buzz in. Did you buzz right away or something? Yeah, it's game theory. Wow. <laughs> Stop the question. Stop the question nope. when he buzzes. I'm not stopping the I question. I still would have got it. Uh, go ahead and pick, right. John. The Brandon Hurt Locker. Um, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> let's go artist by album for uh, 100. All right. Uh, long after dark, hard promises. Ooh, come on, John. The Tom Petty. Right. Yeah, that's easy. Oh, I just heard him on the series. I never heard Long After Dark. I don't know what that's that is. a good record. It's gonna be a Forest Hills. What's on yeah. that record? That's an early uh, one. No, that one has got. Uh, you got nothing, babe. I when I found you. Did Be- Better Call Zugas, by the way. The <laughs> 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 Wr- like writes the Brendan Burt locker at the same time I said it. He doesn't even know Brendan Burt. That's the best part about the show. That was like 1982, <laughs> right? Hold on, I lost my buzzer. Hard Promises? 
No, that's like, uh, yeah. yeah. No, long yeah. after dark. Damn long after dark's like 82. Let's yeah. go, Joe. I want All Joe right. that buzzer. I, Come on, my, Joe. Uh, damn the Torpedoes. Let's go artist by album for three. Uh, who got that right? Me, John. I marked okay. it. Uh, Abacab. Come on. We can't dance. Oh, come on. My bus is Go ahead. Work. It's uh, oh, uh, Joe. Right. Genesis. 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 Correct. Genesis is correct. Oh, Joe's got I three points. I was going to say Abba. I was going to say Abba. You got to write. You got to write J O on there. No, G. J O. G. Yeah, make it the wrong. Yeah. G. 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 G for growth. All right, Garlic, you're on the board, man. Is anybody's game? Yeah, we're we're in. Pick my class. Pick my class. Go ahead, go ahead, Joe. Pick a category. <laughs> All right, I'll take artist by album again for four. For, for the category right here, Outlandos, Diamor. Oh come on, Brigada de Blanc. Yeah, I already. Joe, yeah, Joe's got it. Yeah, that's would be the police. Oh, right. Even by I the knew way, that. Joe, I love Los Lobos. Joe has a uh, autograph of Stuart Copeland. Where, where, on your back or something? The <laughs> small of your back? Or I'm you not a, telling where it is. A drum head. You met Stuart Copeland. It was like the greatest day of your life, wasn't it? I, I actually filmed him right from behind. Wow. Yeah. I, I actually saw him play a drum solo with nobody in the room except me. Can you tell us about wow. meeting Stuart, Stuart was, Copeland for a minute? It was wonderful. He's a very nice guy. I sat the next. I sat in the backstage with, with him for about 20 minutes talking. It was really kind of crazy. I had to pinch myself. Wow. He's a very brilliant man. The whole band was very amazing learned. back then. Did he, was he... Um, did you have a conversation with him and stuff? And you yeah, got to yeah, talk yeah. to him for a while? Oh, no, totally. Cool. I was completely talking That's to him. That's so cool. Completely talking to him. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny is when you meet Stuart Copeland, he immediately likes you better than Sting, which is funny. <laughs> By default, right? <laughs> By default. <laughs> he's like, you know what? This guy's all right. He's, he's not, not Sting, so he's okay. Sting. <laughs> I'd have to check the archives, but I believe Joe, is, we did interview them at, back at Pratt, though. Joe. Joe, is that um, your favorite drummer of all time? Uh, well... Yeah, I think so, because I, I grew up with him, right? I mean, it's like the first thing you hear, besides Buddy Rich, is like Stuart Copeland. Right. So I was so young that it kind of, bes besides he and, and Bunny Carlos. Joe, go like uh, top five drummers, go. Oh, God. Oh, no. All right. All right, top five. Fries. Shut up, Mario. All right, Terry Bozio. You like Frank Zappas, huh? I love Terry Bozio. I'm karma. I'm missing persons. Come on. Terry Bozio? Uh... Stuart Copeland, uh, yeah, the, the Bill yeah. Bruford. Oh wow, he's not even putting Stuart in his top five. Man, this is harder than I thought. Gene, Gene Krupa. <laughs> That's what. Jesus. Patrick Walsh. No. You're listening. Patrick Walsh. Walsh. Tub thumper. Tubs. Talking tubs. <laughs> uh, now just go back to the game. Okay, we're well, back to okay. the game. James yeah. Lowe. James Lowe. James that Lowe. Great job. Drum talk. All right, okay. Go ahead and pick a category. Joe. Neil Peart. Okay. You're on Tama Talk <laughs> with Joe Garlic. Go <laughs> ahead. <laughs> uh, all right. So what do we got? Album. Uh, artist by album. Let's just That's, wrap it we're up. Done. We got, we that we're done. We got to go to war. I All couldn't right, hold see. Hold on, hold on. I got to get my buzzer. Let's go back to Mar Mario's art class. Mario's get out, thank you. With one. I have no with mic. One. I have no mic. Mario's yes, art you class. Do. No, one. you're on. You're I'm on. on. Okay. Yeah. Just stop talking. Uh, <laughs> Cafe Terrace at Night. Mario. Uh. Oh, Cafe Terrace at Night. Take is... a point away. Three, two, one. Cezanne. You're out. Nope. Damn it. Do you know that Mario painted. The Boulevard uh, of Joe. Broken Dreams. Is that Van Gogh? Van Gogh. I lived it. Van Gogh's correct. Ooh, thank you. You're thank killing you. me. You're killing me. We both went to Pratt, sir. You are a good student, Peter. I mean, C27. Vincent Van. I didn't get that. was that Joe. One. That was Joe that got Garlic. That was me. Joe? We went to Pratt. That's why I was saying. Joe Garlic. I shall give you the point. With another Joe. point. Dropping knowledge. Stop being so ceremonious. G. About put a G. It. Canal. One. One. What was the one? Okay. Yeah, that's, that's right. Easy. Good job, Joe. I guess I got the easy right. one. Go ahead, Joe. Everyone, Thanks. by the way, in the um, in the chat box, getting things right. And like, right. oh yeah, number thirty goes. Wait, like Garden Variety, Joe? Exactly correct, sir. Mm. That's who's in the studio with us. A Garden legend. Variety. Yeah. yeah, real Garden legend. Garden Variety, Joe's here. In my mind. Okay, let's go to TV show by catchphrase. All right. Mm. For how much? For let's go for three Ooh. in the middle. Nice. TV show by catchphrase. This is the big one. 
Mario. That would be Sanford and Son. Right. Damn it! Oh, I didn't understand what's happening. I thought it was wow. Roots. <laughs> Hi. Damn it. Damn, Go ahead, Mario. What am I doing? You Where pick next. Sense? Nice job, Mario. You're the best. We have I'm no going idea back to my art class. I don't care what you two guys do. How much? 300. All right. You're making me scrub up and down here. Uh, the Kiss. Oh, that's Mario. Salvador Dali. Wrong. No. Oh, <laughs> what did I do? Joe. Klimt. Klimt is correct. Thank you. Oh, oh, my oh, God. Shit. Your wife was just showing us her Klimt. Oh, oh Thank fantastic. You. Thank you. Uh, yeah, what a yeah, night. And it's lovely. <laughs> All right. Oh, be shot. I'm sorry, you owe my students. See, that's why you yell at me for turning you down, but you scream into the microphone. I'm sorry. Who got it? Uh, uh, G. 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 J. O. Here's you and Julio in the rumpus room. All right. Right. Oh, yeah, come on now. All right, Joe, go ahead and pick best one. Best director Oscar nods for three. All right. I like Joe's jumping around. Yeah. Let's keep everyone on their on toes. toes. Yeah. In 2003, she was the first American woman nominated for directing Oscar with Lost in Translation. Oh, I got it. Joe. Uh, Sophia Coppola. Correct. Wow. Oh, my God. I got to work on my buzzing technique. Joe, Gorlick is coming on strong with the threes. Punch you in the mouth. All right, let's uh, let's not jump around. Let's stay in that category. Best director, Oscar nods for four. Joe's got 14 points. He was Ooh. nominated for Blue Velvet and Mulholland Drive. The only nomination Mario. each film Damn. got. Mario. Let me get it right. Edward Lynch. Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> Damn it, I'm so close. I know. David Lynch. Oh, David Lynch is running it. David Lynch. The batteries are shot on this. One of the craziest I think Joe just might have taken a lead. I'm going. I'm like the Mets. Time. Time. If I said Lynch, would I have been right? No. Yes. Yes. D-Lynch. Yeah, you could have just said You would have been right. Oh, what a fool am I. Who was Lynch? You have to use Jeopardy game theory. It's what you added that screwed up. Number four. Best director. I think you picked you his uh, lesser than brother. Go ahead, go ahead, Joe. <laughs> Damn you, Gorlick. Bob in the chat box saying, "Dad, Vla Lynch, Kinch, <laughs> Klimt." All yeah. right, let's let's round it out. Best director Oscar nods for five. At the age of twenty-four, John Singleton was the youngest director ever nominated for this film. Oh. Singletron. Joe. Oh, uh, and I just forgot it. It's that great movie about uh, L.A. in the nineties. Three, yeah. shoot, Oh. I forgot the damn name. Sorry. God damn it, Pete. Boys in the Hood. Fuck Boys you. Fuck hey, what is this wrong with this buzzers? <laughs> <laughs> I know every question. Uh, you Did you just press it once, too? Yeah. You just, just like press it, it once. once. I'm, I'm, the, secret. Yeah, I'm over here thing. like a freaking jadrul. Yeah. Yeah. I just bought a, those things. Take it easy on them. Do we you? need a score The check? Boys no. in the Hood are always hard. I can imagine you really on Jeopardy, like freaking out on stage. I would flip out on Jeopardy. Alec. This puzzle doesn't work, Alex. First of all, I'm betting I'm, I'm betting zero dollars on Final Jeopardy. I don't care what my number is. It's bullshit, Final Jeopardy. You sit all there right. and break your ass the whole game only for some <laughs> jerk off to take it away from you. I under protest. Go ahead, Pete. What's your next pick? Your Let's go War for One. Mm. All right. What's You've a been good for, for that one? Absolutely not. Uh, I'm going to tell you the name of the story, and you got to tell me which war it is. Okay. Right. <laughs> the Naked and the Dead. John. That is World War One. Wrong. Two. I, I read the book. World War Two. World War Two. Fuck you, Mario. You <laughs> drugs. Shit. That's by Norman Mailer. Do I get a point for that? Sure, give him the point. That is where Fug, Fug comes in. By the roll way. over the next. They week. say fugging a lot in that book. Yeah. One. That was one. one. All right, uh, Mario, you pick the next category. Idiot. I got to close out my category. Screw you two. All right. You can't. It's all done. He's got two. two. Okay, two. Two. For 200. There's one more. Two. For 200. Nighthawks. Mario. Nighthawks. Edward Hopper. Right. That's right. 
I'm not even giving you a best around on that. This is unfair. <laughs> Enjoy so that dry food pass, ass wife. <laughs> so dry without it. I once farted at the beginning of Master of Puppets. <laughs> Alex. Alex. Go ahead, Mario. Pick the next one. TV catchphrases for four. All right, TV catchphrases for 400. I'm ready. For four, I mean, four dollars. Someone's already buzzing. I'll uh, turn it off. Don't worry. All right, we're good. Uh, who loves you, baby? John. Is it Kojak? That's right. I had that queued up just for a goof. Yes. Those Columbos. Nice job, Ryan. I like that. What is that, one point? I planned that whole thing out of my head. No, it's a big four. Four. Big one. What? All right. That was an easy four, Ryan. Let's go TV by catchphrase for five. That's why this is called Fuck Jeopardy. Jadrul. For five points? Yeah. Hey, you guys. John. Um, that is the electric company. Right. That's right. Oh, I just pulled that out. I wanted to say Fat Albert for a second. All right. Enjoy that free pass, ass wife. Hey. Why don't you say the next category? Let's keep going. Let's go two. Two. TV show by catchphrase. This tape will self-destruct in five seconds. Mario. Oh, uh. <laughs> Three. <laughs> two. Mission Impossible. Right. Correct. Shit. You know who played the bass line to that, right? You too. <laughs> Joe, who's the who's the chick freaking from the wrecking crew? Uh, right, it's Carol um Yeah, Carol K. Oh, Carol K. Yeah. O'Connor. K A Y E. She played that she, she played was amazing. It. Oh my god, she's incredible. Incredible. Who played drums? Can you name it? Oh yes. it that dude? It was that dude. Who got like six divorces? That's I know. Like, right. <laughs> he lost all his money. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, oh, this is the worst thing that ever happened to me. <laughs> I mm-hmm. forget his name. Yeah, the Italian guy, right? From New York. Yeah, a little short guy. <laughs> uh, Barry, you choose, huh? War stories for four, Alex. <laughs> All right. For four, the last of the Mohicans. Mario. The American Indian Wars. No. <laughs> John. Blah. Um, War of 1812. Nope. <laughs> Pete. The Revolution. Wrong. Joe. This is Free not, swing. The category is not print. Uh, say, say, <laughs> what is the question again? Uh, do you, you need to name the... Uh, the the war in the uh, in the book uh, last of the Mohicans the last of the Mohicans the war of eighteen twelve <laughs> nope sorry it's the French Indian War French ah, Indian War Bob fr- and the chat box getting it and that's I was a little so close that's Franco. what you call a little chat box justice Thank you. <laughs> nice job Bob Bob always does a great job in the chat box good job Bob we like, we like Bob Bobo Chimpman so all right close. still on so you Mario Chimpin pick another category right, can you hear me. Yeah, tree saying the War of the Mohicans. Is that correct? <laughs> That's my second guess. All right. War for three, please. <laughs> Rise to Rebellion. I forgot to press. Mario. Civil War. No. John. Let's go Revolutionary War. Correct. Because it's cheap and it's game theory. Around, you stole it. gonna ever keep me down. <laughs> and sometimes it is that obvious. It um, still gets a laugh, huh? It's yeah. terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> All right, John, go ahead and pick. Really oh, what's left? Let's go, let's go TV show by catchphrase for one. Uh, stifle yourself, Edith. John. Uh, that would be John, All in the point. Family. Right. Starring Sanford and Son. <laughs> George Jefferson. I'm coming, Edith. <laughs> it's the big one. <laughs> it's the, <laughs> it's the big, it's one, the big one. Dynamite. 
<laughs> all right, John, go ahead and pick another category. Um, let's go. All right, let's go. Uh, highway department. Which That's one? not a character. Oh, sorry, <laughs> sir. Tree falls out on the Palisades. Park. Let's go. War <laughs> stories for two hundred. Uh, gods and generals. Mario. World War One. Wrong. Dan Dara saying starring McMillan and that's wife. Civil War? <laughs> Civil War is correct. <laughs> Civil Thank War, you. you're the best around. Uh, Thank you. Game theory. Game theory. Pick a war, any war. Two. It was two. Not that hard. Uh, best director Oscar nods two. Uh, he won the most Oscars with four, including one for The Quiet Man. Oh, shit, John. I fucked this up. Um, oh, crap, I screwed this up. Three, I screwed two, this up. One. Cassavetes. <laughs> <laughs> Mario. Who is Houston? No. No. Uh, Joe. Uh, who is the guy that did, uh, oh my God, er, uh, Orson Welles? Nope. <sighs> wow. Pete. Who is Ford? Ford is mm. correct. Correct, yeah. Pete. Oh, man. John We're Ford. on the ballpark. He's always one step ahead. I'm of impressed. Me. Everybody's doing really well. Yeah, every, we're done. I think it's, that's it. It's pretty uh, even wow. across the board. Yeah. Now we're gonna sit here for a half now an hour and add it up on the radio. Yeah. Isn't yeah. there a five left? No, there's a five left in War Stories. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This one more. One more. Game right here, motherfucker. This is the game. This could make or break anybody. Here it is. Hold it. You ready? Yes. Don't cry. It's only thunder. Mario. The Vietnam War. Yes. Wow. Damn it. Wow. I thought that was the answer was Bush's, Stevie Nicks. Bush's folly, too. All right. So Fuck. we're, we're like going to set up. when I win that last hand. Oh, if Mario wins this game, we're so mad. I All think right. it's Joe. Every, everybody add up. Oh, you've probably won. Everybody add up. I got a lot of ones. Add yeah. Up your own. Oh, God. All right. We'll be back after this. Where it's from the Rutabaga. <laughs> I got 25. I don't think it's good. McMillan and wife. <laughs> what do you got, Mario? 19? You guys won. I only had 10. Who only had 10? Joe? Get out of here. 17. I touch myself. I touch myself. I touch myself. I touch myself. Oh, I do have 17. Holy shit. Did I really win? No, we got Final Jeopardy coming up. Yeah, it all. Yeah. So, really? Is it really Final Jeopardy? Yeah, we always do it. You sons of guns. All right. So, so I the, hate Final Jeopardy. I'm so bad at strategy. Too, yeah. Let me give you the category 17. before you write down how much you're going to wager. Uh, the category is... Have pens and paper? Are we betting it all? Yeah, let's uh, do it, baby. spread do that it. out. So, you got one more down there? Right. We have pens. The final category is inventors. Inventors. Are we inventors? on the air? We have extra paper here. Yeah. E-U-R-S. Are you guys have enough paper and pens down there? Yeah. 
So inventors. Mm-hmm. All right. Inventors is the category. We have to bet oh, our points. God. Right. Now Wait. You, what does you, everyone have? I need to know. Now you're going to write down your wager. Sean, you have. 25 right. honor system you said you had 25 yes mm-hmm. joe you have yes. 21 um, i have 19 and pete you said you have 17 17 yeah yeah I'm voting it all all right no, write down your wagers right now oh god i'm voting it all baby. can we wager and in, in increments your... of cents and write down the score <laughs> you have right now too all right i have the score here good all right let me know when you're ready for this question all right. Everybody good? Yep. Shit. All right. This is fucking yeah. I won already. Ready? Let's end the show now. Do it. In, uh, incorporated in 1868, <coughs> he developed the first cast steel plow. His company oh. still exists today. And go. Where's my song? There we go. Dead air. Got it. I think I might have it right. I think I'm on the same level as Joe. You gonna hear from Merb people? Gush, 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 gush. All right. So Mario, who had the least amount of points? Pete. All right, Pete. Hey, I'm wagering 17, and I'm gonna say deer. Yes. As in All John right. Deere. John Deere. That is the correct answer. Yes. Fuck! I lost. I got the right answer and lost. All right, how much did you wager? All of it? All, You're all of it, so he's got 34 he points. 34, 34 yeah. points. Who is the next uh, least? God damn it. That would be me. I got it wrong. I thought it was... See this Final Jeopardy's course I thought it was uh, Sir Black and Decker. How, <laughs> much, how many points did you have? <laughs> I have one point now. I've you, raised it. All right, so you're out. Sir Black and Decker, I heard you have some steel you've invented. <laughs> who's, uh, who's next after that? It's a hybrid of Joe, iron. Andrew Joe Carnegie. Carnegie. Joe? I did 21. I bet it all. And yep. I have John Deere. All right. Oh, I got Jay in the lead. John 42 Deere. points. 42 points. 42. And John Houlihan. Well, I was in the lead with 25. I bet $3.75. Oh, yeah. That gives me 28.75. I wrote down Carney, crossed it out, and John Deere is my answer. Right. And I have lost the fucking game. And yeah. Joe, our guest, you yes. are the big winner yes. tonight. A toast. A toast to the champion. Joe, draw to myself. Everybody You're the drink. best around. You're the best around, my you friend. Nothing's going to ever keep you down. Nice Nothing. job, Joe. See Good you. One, the- Joe's like, I would die stink at this, and you won. You won. Look at that. I gave you Carnival lights oh, here. I love yeah. I need a shot. The, back the, to my youth. The, my favorite part of the game is that uh, I think uh, Pete thought he won for like two no. seconds. No, no, I had the low score. No, on the uh, on Final Jeopardy. No. I All you know. needed was for Joe to get it wrong. I needed to win Hurt Locker, and I would have won. <laughs> mm, that's right. Yeah. God damn it! Nice job, Joe. Thank Don, you. Donnie Hathaway fucked me up. <laughs> yeah, that was a tough one. I yeah. can't believe I was. Was everyone else surprised that they came up with John Deere? Like, oh, that makes sense. It came to me. I was just like, Joe wait, Thrasher? who would it be? Ford? Yeah. Who would it be? And I'm like, it's got to be John Deere because well, that name's been around forever. Immediately, Steel, I thought, like, Carnegie. I'm like, wait a second. That guy's never been behind a fucking plow. Right. The minute you said plow, man. it had to be Deere. That yeah. piece of crap. Thank you, everybody. Good job. Anyone in the chat box getting that right? Kyle saying John Q. Craftsman. <laughs> um, Bradley getting it right. Bob, of course, getting it right. All the time. It's all in his drawing, says Dan Dara. Homer Simpson says better calls Kazugas. <laughs> 
No nuts, no glory, John. Yeah, see, I, I've, I have terrible, um, terrible Final Jeopardy strategy. Like, even when the show is on, I have no idea what to do. Like, I would, some people left for like $2. I, I don't get the strategy. I don't get it. I, I don't have the mind for it. Thank you. I will stop making excuses now. And, um, you gotta go in and Brad's saying it, if it wasn't John Deere, then it was Mr. International Harvester, yes, which we all yes. know. From the, uh, <laughs> thank you. Uh, I think we gotta go. Ah, yes. Great that job. That's it, yeah. Thank you, Mario. I have, yeah. I have uh, something I need to... Uh, Get off my chest. Get off your chest. Oh, I need to tell you. Well, I you have 30 to seconds. talk about two things. First of all... Two things. Our friend, Dennis Downing, who... Uh, Died last Ro- night Roxy, in his sleep. Roxy Studios that you know well, right, John? Roxy? Yes, yes. The Roxy Great Studios theory. doing a benefit for him. He died in December. It's called Dennis Stock 2017, and... It's for our good friend, and all money goes to charities. Five bucks to get in. Great studio owner. Good. So place. look up, look up Roxy Studios, and you'll see all the information for Dennis Dennis Stock 2017. And tomorrow night is the closing of Don Pedro's, and I want to make sure if anybody's right. going to be there, I'm going to try to make it. Last night at Don Pedro's tomorrow night, great place. Uh, always taking care of us. So mm. take yeah. care. That'd be last a third night. Best show ever. That'd be a third night in a row. And Lane too might make an appearance. Joe, do you have anything to plug? Um, uh, hello to Heavy Metal, Chris. Right. Heavy metal, heavy metal. Friend of H M. Joe, when's the next time your band's playing? Oh God! Well, we have a record coming out soon. So uh, red hair, red new hair album on Discord coming new out record. shortly. On Discord, on you? Discord. Wow! Yeah, Holy absolutely. crap! On Discord. Very happy about that. That's amazing. Is that the first record on Discord? You no, ever... uh, well, the second record on Discord. Second record. Yeah. Nice job. Yeah. Fucking cool. Joe. That's yeah. fun. Yeah. Kicking ass, man. Nice. Have, uh, you met uh, Ian? Ian many times. Or Ian many times. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of cool. Here's a cool thing. Uh, Ian's brother is going to be on our album, Alec Mackay. Oh, nice! He's going to be on our record. Was he play? He sings. He was in Void. Cool. He was in all. I mean, not, oh yeah, yeah. He was in. A, oh my god, I just forgot the name of his freaking band. For Christ, forget it. <laughs> Don't, we, we, can, Joe, we can Joe, edit you, that. It's all these famous bands. You know everyone, Joe. Just no, I don't. send them our way. Send them our way, right? I will. Good things oh, we coming. Have, Bob like, on the chat box saying first Red Hair uh, EP was a Discord co-release. Oh, true enough. True enough. See, people know, man. True people enough. know Joe Gorlick and they're excited. I, Thanks for being here, Joe. I appreciate it. Hey I'd Pete, uh, you know, so, not really a fan. I don't Anything like to plug? Either, really. I, yeah, <laughs> I like coming out on a Friday and not having a shower. All I know is Pete comes up, with, shows up with an 18 pack of Budweiser every week, yeah. and I have like 12 beers left. It's the greatest thing ever. I'm the enabler. Thank you, yeah. Pete. Traveling, Pete. Thank you, Ryan. Great job Thank on the game know. tonight. And, Thank uh, you. Thank you, Mario. Great job. My last show. My last show. Last show I ever. Promise. And we'll see you all next week. Thank you, Brandon <laughs> K. Hampton, and uh, Life in the Barrage, Conan Neutron, Trevoit, and we'll see you then. Huh? Huh? Huh. You it's betcha. Right. You Mario's going to get a spin off show called Just Like Fish <laughs> with the Barney Miller. I can't find the closing of the show anyway, yeah, so we'll, it's so we'll see that's you next all. week. Tom had a beat about a boot See you next week, everybody, with uh, who's in? Oh, J Zone. Yes. In live in the studio, rapper J Zone. Pete, you got to be here for that. Hopefully, wow. if you can make it. Oh, I have to come back. I have to challenge him to a rap duel. Big things in the future. We'll see you soon. Stay tuned for Tuna Can Jones in 90 minutes. Thank you, Mom. I love you.